time to go on. Blog Talk Radio. Life is easy when you're up on the mountain and you've got peace of mind like you've never known. Nothing changes when you're down in the valley. You're never alone For the God of the Murchis and uh, Donna are also here with us. Yes, you. I'm oh, hearing you. Oh. Hello, Murchis. Hello, Donna. Hi, good All right, afternoon, Donna. everyone. Hello, Hyacinth. Hi, Hi, everyone. I'm hearing you loud and clear. Good, Hello good. to everyone. Uh, are you with us now, Liam? Okay. Hello, Liam. It seems Liam is uh, uh, not making connection right now. Anyway, welcome to all our listeners wherever you are in the world. This is the Cricket Show at 
www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the cricket show. You can call us at 1-515-605-9850 or send us an email to the cricket show at comcast.net. Set your reminder to join us every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern time zone. Again, I'm Dennis Heath here in the studios with our host, Leon. Are you hearing us, Leon? Leon is still not hearing us. He is somehow muted. Hello, Leon. Yes, I'm here. How are you? Good, thank you. Welcome, Hello. Leon. Yes, Welcome, indeed. Uh, and uh, I just... want to say good afternoon to all you wonderful people out there in Radioland, especially our panelists, Donna, Mertrice, and Hyacinth, all the way from London, England. Good evening to you mm-hmm. all, and as we usually do each and every week, Dennis has kindly consented to open for us to have a wonderful evening tonight. We're going to give the choice blessings. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this evening. We thank you for you allowing us to have yet another show. We pray it will go on without any interruptions, Lord. We pray for this wonderful weather that all who are listening may have had the opportunity to experience some wonderful weather conditions. We hope that the ones who were affected by the storms would have been back to normal by now, and we trust that they will be so for a very long time. Well, tonight, as we usually do, we are going to give the show its blessings, and thank you, Lord, for the wonderful gift you have given to us. We pray that you let this show go on without any interruptions whatsoever, and we pray, pray that you just continue to Heal the ones we have spoken about for years, namely Dr. Leroy Lashley and his daughter, Lisa, Bobsy Nisbet, and her daughter, Murtris, and we just pray for those folks as well. They deserve to be prayed for, Lord. We, we want you to touch their bodies. We pray for Connie Whitley, Ellie Matt, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Elko Middle-Willett, and we pray especially for Elko Middle-Willett as he is Jew an award which is bypassing him in years, and we trust that you may just open the hearts of the ones who are responsible to let him have something that is richly reserved. We pray for Wentworth, Gorbrill, and Telbert, and Julianne Francis, my brothers and sisters. Dennis Kellman, Joseph Gunthrop, Mona Daniel, and, of course, Phil Moore-Hallpike, who recently lost his dear sister, Mita. Mita was a wonderful person. She, Lord, you know, she she taught at the Pilgrim High School as the headmistress for years. We pray for Earl Stevens as well. We pray for Jeanette Hughes, Dr. Roger Brown, Linford McKenzie, one of our panelists. We have not heard from him for a while, but we pray that he too might be touched by our asking you to put your healing powers in him to bring him back to his normal self. We also pray for Dawn Simon as who has been going through some storms in recent times, Lord. We just trust that you can touch their bodies and pray that they, too, will be back to their normal selves. We, we pray also for the ones who have not expressed their concerns and the ones who have given us morally support and their financial support as well. We thank you for all that you have done for us, and we pray you let us be on for, for a very, very long time. Lord, we thank you for everything you have done. And again, we pray tonight, these wonderful ladies who are with us so far, and Dennis will make us have a wonderful show. 
And with that, that said, Dennis, I'm sure you'd want to introduce the outline for us, and including yes. you. Okay. And we'll go right up to when we'll hear from Right. Thank you. Thank you, Leon, in the background. So some of the items we're hoping to cover today, we have a lot on our plate, but uh, bear with us. Uh, we may not have time to get to all of them, but uh, I'll let you know what's on our minds right now. We hope to touch the CWI Men's Republic Bank CPL. In this case, we have the St. Lucia King reign on top of the table with three teams vie for second place, one point below the Patriots who are winless after six matches. We also have the CWI Women's Massey CPL. An exciting start as Sophie Devine, not out century, propelled Diana Amazon Warriors to victory over Barbados Royals. And CWI men's under-19 tour of Sri Lanka. Yes, our young men, Johnson Century and a half-century from Dorn and Edward rallied the West Indies to victory in the second of the three uh, TODI matches. And in USA Cricket News, USA Cricket's applications invited for expressions of interest committee that if you have an interest in uh, USA Cricket and in cricket in general, the USA Cricket is inviting you to come and join them, you know, be part of the committee, part of the USA Cricket. And the closing date for these applications is September the 5th, which is just two days away. So once again, you know, check the uh, USA Cricket website for application. We also have USA Cricket that uh, they have Charlotte Dickinson has taken charge for the ICC Women's T20 World Cup Americas qualifier. And USA Minor League fixtures, scores, and results. And of course, we have lots and lots of international cricket teams, matches, scores, and results. So we invite you to join us. Let us hear your views, any ideas, anything you have. Give us a call at 1-515-605-9850. And in the meantime, we're waiting for Coach Jatin to arrive, and we will go right into the coach's corner as soon as he arrives. But in the meantime, until then... Maybe what I can do is just give you some additional information on that USA seeks expression of interest for committee overhaul. Um, USA Cricket is seeking expressions of interest from the community to join and contribute its to its committee. A committee restructure was implemented in August of 2020, which the express purpose of having them align to the strategic objectives of USA Cricket's foundation plan. And to meet the requirements set out in the USA Cricket Constitution, in the three years since then, much has been achieved. However, USA Cricket feels that the time is right for a refresh of the committee members. So the renewal committee, as part of the USA Cricket continuing effort to set itself up and govern the sports in the most effective way. So there's an application. Go to or send an email 
If you're interested, send an email to media, that's M-E-D-I-A, at usacricket.org. All lowercase, media, at usacricket.org. And the closing date for this application is September the 5th. So you are urged, if you are interested or have an interest, to contact USA Cricket and remember the closing date. That's something well worth getting your input in because we want to ensure that USA Cricket is brought into the 21st century. Uh, let's and say hi. Dennis, Dennis, go ahead. okay. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, just, yeah. okay. Well, you want to say hi to someone, but I'm just going to remind you, time permitting, that we will be touching the U.S. Open, which is presently in progress, and we are following the exploits of the young American lady, Goff, Coco Goff. And, of course, we want to see if Djokovic will complete another win at the Open to... to to surpass all comers by getting 24 four Grand Slam titles. And we wish them well, but we, uh, as for me, I wish the young uh, American Coco Gauff that she will succeed this time. She has been there and thereabout, but she needs to get this one. And she has defeated many of the contestants, and we hope that she'll just continue to on her winning ways. Back to you, Dennis. Thank you so much, Leon. In fact, the women's CPL is currently on the way. I wonder if Donna has any score for us. Hmm. Oh, yes. Donna? Yes, Dennis. we have Guyana Amazon Warriors women. They made yes. 146 for four from their allotment. Mm -hmm. And then mm. the Barbados Royal women, they are 97 for five off of 13.1 overs. They need another oh. 50 runs in 41 balls. Oh, sounds mm -hmm. like it wants to be an exciting match there. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, he could have an exciting finish. Good, good. Well, we hope you keep us apprised. Erin Brown and Alia Aline, those are the batters at the moment. Good, wow. Good. Thank you for that news. Uh, Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Go so perhaps you may want to tell us the, the, the topic for the coach's corner so that if any one yes. of the panelists may want to... Yes, to, the uh, for the coach's yeah. corner today is... and I Oh, yes, getting yes. my papers in. Yes. The topic for today's coach's corner is the composed player. Com and we've often composed, heard it composure, said, right? Composure, yes. Oh. We've often heard it says that such and such a player has been very composed in what he does, how we do it, and so on. So today we'll have the coach to tell us all about composure when it comes to sports in general and, of course, cricket in particular. Still, okay. while we're waiting, um, any other items that you want to bring forward? Yes, just to tell you that um, Chelsea, my team, is not doing too well. They started at a bad <laughs> ending last year, and they have lost yesterday again. And still hovering about the 12th or 13th spot. I think they were 11th so far, but it's early days yet. 
we never know what will be the outcome. Sometimes it's not the way you start, but it's the way that you win. So the time time to tell. We we will just wait and see how they perform. They need some some good men to help them bring home the bacon. And but um, no, we'll be glad that that in the month of September that we have so many so many sports to. To watch, we have boxing, we have football coming up. We have, well, of course, well, the, 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 the American football. And tonight, you know, the FSU we are playing, and of course, Miami are also playing, and FAMU um, is also on show. So lots of lots of football parties around. When I finish the show tonight, I'll be going to one because <laughs> I don't have to work tomorrow. So that it will be my hope that lots of entertainment lots and, and we're hoping that yeah well yes, you know, so anything you else know, you mentioned chelsea but you know the soccer season has just started leon so it's too much <laughs> is it you know like a new supporter you yeah, then it's when you're a fan of chelsea and you you're nearly really been relegated last year Oh. You you wonder, <laughs> you know, you normally a team that is good, always up there in the top. They will be showing some signs of progress, but it doesn't seem as if they are stable yet. They win one and lost two. They win one and lost two. They win two and lost two. That is not good enough if you want to okay. win the championship or you want to go to the European, well, European let's, championship. Let's see what Hyacinth, I mean, Hyacinth, you're in the middle of football country there, over uh, as uh, or soccer, as most of us call it, over this side of the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. What is your, what, which is your favorite team, Hyacinth? Of course, Arsenal. Oh, wow. what? This yeah, is Arsenal. Hyacinth, you have a nephew that it's... plays in the first division. You, my goodness, all right. And, but but I'm, but my household is split. Oh, because but yeah, we live in Tottenham. Okay. So they support Tottenham. Spurs. I grew up in in Islington with Arsenal. Okay. Mm. All right. So how so, did your team fare today, Hyacinth? I I I think they did win actually. If they, I, they, they mm-hmm. I thought they win Arsenal one, yes. Yes, I think Arsenal won. I didn't watch the match, but I think I heard this. I think they did win, but it yeah. was a struggle because they were they were leading something. Yeah, but yeah, no, I didn't really watch it. All right. Yeah, but they, so, I think they won in the end. Good, Donna. You have a favorite soccer team out there? Not really. I don't really Not follow really. the English team. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Don't, don't know, maybe we can ask Donna what happened to the, the Patriots man. They, they, I think I see that they had a guy born in France playing. They're out of it, for, they're out of it this year. They're going to remain in yeah. the cellar position. Mm. I, thought, I thought anybody told you that they had a, a player who was born in France playing for them? No. Who is that person? I saw the name. I heard it, but I can't bring to me. I think he's a Thomas, or not that Tom, not Thomas. He has a, a Caribbean name, not the fastball of Thomas. Another, another. I think a Thomas. Or he has a name that sounds like a Caribbean, a player from the the islands. But I will look it up again and see if I'm, I'm correct. 
But somebody right. may be able to tell me. Yeah. I know. I'm saying, I'm about to ride Will Smith. Will Smith, okay. Mm-hmm. But he's some, well, he played in the 100. I'm not so sure where he's from. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That might be the one, huh? Yeah. Maybe. That might be the Maybe. one. Yes. All right. Well, let's, we're still waiting for coach. Any quick updates? Any changes in that CPL women's score, Donna? Oh, let me check it. Yeah. And in the meantime, we'll... Uh, okay, so... The score is now 105 for 6. 105 for 6? They yeah, need they how need many? Yeah, they need 42 from 31 balls. From 31 balls. Still in the realms of excitement setting up. So while we're still waiting yeah. for coach... Um, let me just tell you the uh, USA squad for the ICC Women's T20 World Cup Americas qualifier. That is, USA is playing um, for a place in the Women's T20 World Cup. And they have a new or an interim coach, uh, Charlotte Dickinson. And I think she comes to the USA with a very sterling um, reputation. She is uh, uh, English English cricket board level three coach, also an ICC coach tutor and master educator. She brings experience having coached England under 17, under 19, and under 21 national women's team. Uh, in 2005, she was England assistant coach and manager during the team's Ashes win against Australia. Dickinson was part of time coach for the Belgium's women's team and has been coaching in the USA Cricket National Domestic Pathway Tournament since 2021. And the women's squad, USA national women's squad uh, so far, and I'll beg forgiveness if I mishmash some of these names in terms of the pronunciation. But we have mm-hmm. Sindhu Sriharsha, captain, Gitika Kodali, vice-captain, Aditi Chadasama, Anika Kolan, Chetna Reddy, Pagidi Dayala, Disha Dingra, Gargi Bogle, Aisani Vagela, Jessica Willant Gamua, Jivana Aras, Onika Wallison, Ritu Singh, Suhani Tadani, Uzma Iftikar. And those are the 14 squad members with Lassia Molapudi, Snigdia Paul, and Chitna Prasad. These are the non-traveling reserves. So there we have it. We don't know. We don't usually get a lot of news out of USA cricket. So. I'm taking this opportunity now to give it to you because we happen to have them. So let's hope that uh, the uh, USA ladies can do well in their uh, match, which will be played at Woodley Park in Los Angeles uh, from September the 4th to the 11th in Van Nuys, California, USA. So good luck to that team. Um, well, Dennis, oh, okay, if you, you know, I just wanted to bring to the listeners also the Asia Cup, which we are following with lots of interest. 
Yes. And uh, yes. after a couple of matches were played by a number of teams, they are um, India. They are on top in, in Group A, having played two matches and winning both. Uh, Pakistan is second. They win one and lost the other. And in the, uh, Hong Kong, at the bottom of the table, having played two and lost both matches. In Group oh. B, we have Afghanistan, Sri Lanka, and Bangladesh. Um, of course, Afghanistan are showing some class here. They have won both matches, while Sri Lanka lost one and win one. And, and Bangladesh, they are at the bottom of the cellar. In the final group, uh, Sri Lanka, Pakistan, India, and Afghanistan. Okay. Yeah, this is the another point when all is set, and they are going into the semifinal stage. So we'll we'll tell you more. Just to tell you who on the Leon one uh, on correction there. You said Hong Kong. I think it's Nepal. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, that was. Did I say Hong Kong? Okay. Yes, but it's Nepal. Okay. They, they, okay. I mean yeah. Afghanistan. But anyway. I'll tell you, the, on the 27th, the match began, and Afghanistan won that match by eight wickets. They defeated Sri Lanka. And on the 28th, India against Pakistan, the matches that people were looking forward to see, India win that, won that match by, by five wickets. Then on the 30th, Bangladesh against Afghanistan. Afghanistan came out victorious by seven wickets. Then on the 31st, India came up against Hong Kong, and of course, Hong Kong were easy picking for India, India winning that by 40 runs. On the 1st of September, Sri Lanka took on Bangladesh, and Sri Lanka won that by some two wickets. And then today's matches, our match, Pakistan against Hong Kong, Pakistan won there by 255 runs. But is it interesting um, set of games that are taking place, and what what the West Indies need is to have um, some players or a tournament of this nature, because what what the uh, teams like Afghanistan and and um, Bangladesh have done over the years in Hong Kong, they are coming up against India and Pakistan, and this obviously means that they get some some exposure, and who to tell, they will one day rise to the top. So we just um, just ask the authorities to get the Westerners involved in playing more cricket. I know the financial part of it is difficult, but in all in all, we need to be involved and expose some of our youngsters, and who to tell, we'll, bring, we'll see another Atenese, although it's early yet to count him in as a big gun. But all in all, we want to see West Indies rise to the top. And if you follow the leaders, you probably will will not lose if they were to play more matches. So that's my intake about the the, um, the Asia Cup. And it's a competition about play cricket teams in Asia. And when they expose against the might of Afghanistan, not, not Afghanistan, but Pakistan and India, they're bound to do well. And when they meet up, and that's why when you, you see these teams meet Westerners, they, they are so comfortable. They are so, you know, they, they, they are, uh, at least they get the exposure, so they feel that they can 
you know, go walk over West Indies. So we want to see more cricket played, and this is a good exercise. We should follow the example of what India is doing because it really, really helps the, the cricketers. They're grooming the players, and they just expose them to lesser-ranked teams, and you never know what will happen. That's yes, my take on that so far. Mm-hmm. Good idea there, Liam. Um, I, I note in the Asia Cup that uh, the, the, the six teams involved right now is separated into two groups, A and B, A with Pakistan, India, and Nepal. And then Group B, it's Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, mm-hmm. and Afghanistan. Um, mm-hmm. What I find interesting, and I don't know how they arrived at the group setting, whether it was uh, by a I, process... I, 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 I believe it was a draw. Oh, it, was a, uh, uh, it, it might have been drawn, yeah. 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 It doesn't look suspicious I, that we have India and Pakistan in the same group as uh, mm, as, a, yeah. as opposed to being separated in two different groups. And I'm not suggesting that there is anything, you know, uh, unfair in the grouping, but I'm just curious as to whether this was a coincidental group draw or whether it was deliberately done that way. So that, uh, you know. But, but they're down to the Super Four. That's what it is. They're into the Super Four, the top two in both groups. In Sri Lanka, Pakistan, India, and Afghanistan are the top four now. So the others have been eliminated because they have already uh, yeah, fixed them. They have already outlined the players from that that are so the, will, will form so the the top four. Right? Now we can give us again the top four in that Sri Lanka, area. Pakistan, uh-huh. India, uh-huh. and Afghanistan are the top four teams. The uh-huh. others have been Bangladesh is out, and of course Hong Kong is also out. So Hong Kong, Hong Kong, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, Hong Kong was in. They played two and last two. Are you sure no. you're looking at this no, correct Nepal. year, Leon? It's Nepal. Nepal? Okay, what, what do you have yeah. here? Okay. You, the Asia Cup. At, yeah, early. The, the, oh. You see this wrong? Oh, my goodness. Forgive me. Yes. I give, I'm giving you 2022 fixture list. Yeah. 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 2022 yeah. fixture list. That, that is... Yeah, something yeah. I pulled late today. Okay. Yeah. We, we'll have to go back and, and uh, reproduce that, and well, we'll have that. Okay. What, what I thanks, can thanks for that, Donna. Mm. Yeah, the, the correction here is that I know yeah, all the 30. Go ahead, Donna. <clears throat> Donna? Yeah. For group go, go A, ahead. Pakistan, Israel, and group mm-hmm. B, Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, Afghanistan. Yes. Right, mm-hmm. right. You're and, correct. Right. Yeah. And in the first match, which was on August the 30th, we had Pakistan beating, Pakistan scored uh, 342 for six. um, Speak up a little bit. Yeah. I agree with you, Donna. I agree with you. Yeah, Donna, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. um, Yeah. So... Pakistan scored 342 for six in their first match against Nepal, and Nepal scored 109 in reply. Babar Azam scored 151, and Iftikhar Ahmed 
109 with Rizwan 44 in that first match that Pakistan won by 238 runs. And then on the mm-hmm. 1st of August, uh, Sri Lanka and, the other and Bangladesh, Sri Lanka and Bangladesh played, but I am not sure what the result. I think uh, did Sri Lanka Bangladesh win that one? Bangladesh beat Pakistan in Afghanistan. Yeah, Bangladesh played today. And, right. So, really, the table at this point today shows that, you know, Pakistan having played two matches, but one was rained out. That's the match against India was India, rained out. Okay. And India played just the one match which was rained out. So, they haven't played another match since. Nepal played the one which they lost. Um, Sri Lanka won one and... Bangladesh has won one and lost one, and Afghanistan has lost one. So that is the up-to-date and corrected uh, uh, version. Yeah, Nepal finally made it to to this year's tournament for the first time, and they were ably lauded for their, you know, the fact that they were able to um, to get this far. Shows that cricket is definitely uh, growing and growing substantially in uh, a lot of uh, these other areas. So, update please, Donna. Yeah, tomorrow, Sorry. India and Nepal get off at 5.30. India and Nepal, thank you. And what about, what about CPL score right now, update? <laughs> Let me update you on that one. <laughs> yes, yes, we have you working today. So, let me see. Where are we? Okay, give me a minute. Okay. So, this is... Okay, so real. Barbados are now 128 for 7. They need 19 and 15 balls. Really? 19 and 15? 19 from 15? Oh, goodness. That is, sounds like it is eminently good. Yes. So, uh, all right, sounds good there. Keep us updated on, on that one, Donna. And for the next, we will look at, while we're still waiting for um, Coach to arrive, Coach is a very busy man, and uh, you know, occasionally he's often more often than not on the road somewhere, but he's not here yet. So let's uh, continue along the path. Let's look at the Sri Lanka and West Indies under-19 matches. Um, Donna, since you're doing such a grand job today, <laughs> what can you tell us about that? Okay. Sri Lanka, West Indies. Mm-hmm. The under-19. So, the third ODI mm-hmm. was played September 1st. It was Friday. Sri Lanka made 304 for eight. And the yeah. West Indies under 19, they were bowled out in 40.3 for 253. Good stuff. Now tell us. Sri Lanka the, had Kiriya that made 155 runs. Okay. That's, the, yeah, that's the Sri and Lanka. Then, that's Sri Lanka. And then West Indies had Adrian Weir. He was able to make 52. Mm-hmm. And Joshua Dawn, 34. 
And then Joel Andrew came further down and made an 80, but they still could not. The others fade away. They, they get bowled oh. out. Well, you know, Nothing what is... from the others. All right. Uh, what about um, the, the, the bowling stats for the Sri Lanka batting? Any of the West Indian bowlers got uh, any wickets? Nathan Edward, he mm-hmm. got three wickets. Yes. Sean got two. Terry yes. Edward, two. And Isaiah Thorne, one. One wicket. All right, great stuff. Uh, thank you so much, Donna. You know, because we have listed in the Caribbean. Oddly, not oddly, but uh, Dennis. Yes. Um, we have Virgil with us. Oh, Virgil. Welcome, Virgil. How are you today? Yeah, I'm fine. Good, ad- good afternoon to all the panelists and good afternoon to everyone listening all over the world. Yeah, Hi, all right, Virgil. We have Hyacinth, we have Donna, we Hi. have Mertwitz, and of course, Leon. And I'm here pretending to be hmm. Leon today. Uh, <laughs> you know, because we have a lot of West Indian listeners there, it might be. Nine runs in 12 balls. Nine runs in 12 balls. 12 balls. Oh, well, they should do that. You know, maybe we should ask you to commentate for us and tell us what's happening on a ball-by-ball, Ladonna. <laughs> yes. Can we do that? Okay. It's me. Donna, I'm asking you to do a lot today. Yes, yes. Oh, that's okay. I have this stuff right here. Well, well... No, no, oh, I was asking you to tell us what's happening on the cricket, ball by ball, as it happens. Okay. So, the 18th over went for 21 runs. That brought them wow. nearer the shore. Okay. And we have mm-hmm. Burns, this lady batter named Burns. How many runs has she scored? 51. Burns, Burns is now on... 51. Okay. Moving and on. she has Wellington with her, who is an 8 from 6 balls. 8 from 6 balls. So we're nearly there. This, this, this match will the end in a couple. has started with a 4. So they're 5 runs away. 5 runs away. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ah, the Royals are doing very well this, uh, this year. No. Oh. So... While we we're waiting is, is for the Andrea Dutton playing, playing? No, Dutton? not in this, not in this, not in this, not in either of these teams. Oh, in, okay. There, there, there are only three teams in this. Uh, yeah, not that. The CPL. It's it's small, but you know what <laughs> is interesting and important is the fact that our ladies are now beginning to climb the rank of. Um, Know the professional game, and um, it's it's good to see it. I'm disappointed that you know uh, our our cricket fans are not coming out to support the teams, but there has to be some kind of a way for um, CWI and others to get the fans into the ground. I'm not sure if it's a matter of convenience, maybe date times. Or is it the cost of uh, entry that, you know, 
whatever the cost is, we need to look at it seriously and decide. Is the game over yet, uh, Donna? No, we had a duck ball, number two. Okay. Duck ball, nowadays one, so four runs needed in nine balls. Four runs in nine balls. Oh, <clears throat> that sounds like it's a foregone conclusion here. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're still waiting and uh, had one in. Who's the bowler in the last over for Diana? Ismail. Ismail first. Okay, yeah. and we know she has a sterling reputation. Question is, can she hold off yeah. the He came up at four. So just mm-hmm. three needed now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two, balls in the, two balls in this over to go. Yeah. Right. So... Get rid of the dead. Uh, Virgil, are you watching the ladies' uh, CPL? Yes, I, yes, I am. You are good. And what do you think of it so far? So I enjoy, I enjoy it, man. Um, enjoy it to the best. My team, um, my team is really appealing team. I love um, Stephen Taylor, but fortunately, I mean, look, they're going down. What was a wonderful game, though? You're a warrior, are you, Virgil? That's the warrior? Yeah, that's yeah, the warrior she played with, yes. That's your team. Ooh, what a ball. Beautiful. Oh, okay. All right. But that, that, that lady burns, man. I mean, she's, she's like firmly, firmly in, 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 in batting, man. She doesn't score that fast, you know. Uh-huh. But she, I, I think they said for the last two innings that she played, she was not out. Okay. You know, so... She played a wonderful innings for them. All right. So. Who runs naked in six walls? Oh. over the fence, then. Two runs six balls. That sounds to me like it's a done deal, yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's almost yeah. like the... The men's CPL this morning, that was uh, quite exciting because that game ended up with uh, a two-run victory. Yes, one by two runs. Yes. And uh, so are we there yet? Not yet? No. Who, who was those two teams this morning? I didn't get to see them because England and I think the one that's, Australia was taking up Tala, that space. So. The teller was... The teller was played. Um, and so, Trini Bago, Night Riders, and the teller was, I think it was. So, who won that game? Oh, Trini Bago won that by two runs off the last ball. Wow. wow. The, the Trini Bago batted first. And scored about 149, I think it was. And uh, the teller was had got off to a very good flying start. You know, they were very much well ahead of the clock, but then lost some quick wickets, and in the end, they also lost the match in the end. So it was an exciting match, which went right down to the last ball. And, uh, well, the game is yeah. over. Finally. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, thank you so much. It's a nice that. game. Wonderful. Game. Yes. Thank you so much for that. And let me say, I know that um, we were met talking about the West Indies under-19 youths, and I, uh, I think that uh, some of our um, listeners in the Caribbean might well like to know uh, where some of our West Indian under-19 players, they are at least the ones who have scored some runs this time around, and that's not to say the others aren't important. But uh, Adrian Ware, he's uh, from Jamaica. Dorn is from Barbados. Jordan is from Jamaica. Dendial is from Guyana. Uh, Jewel Andrews from the Leeward. Uh, Nathan Seeley is from Barbados. And of course, uh, we've got Tariq Edwards. He's from Windward Island. And Deshaun James is from Jamaica. So those just a couple of little tidbits passing through. The uh, under 19 will play at the youth test match starting on the, I think they will start on the 5th of uh, September through the 8th of September. That's a youth test match between Sri Lanka and uh, West Indies under 19 youth. So that is that. Uh, Virgil, any comment on that um, under-19 performance? No, I did not hear anything about um, the under-19 team. Oh, yes. Well, they've played three ODIs so far. I think Sri Lanka won two. The West Indies under-19 won one. And they're going to be playing the youth test beginning on September the 5th, which is a four-day four day, four day match. Um we are still waiting. Coach must be caught up in traffic mm-hmm. because we are still uh, waiting for him. So let's um, uh, look at some of the other scores that are out there. We have um, South Africa against Australia. They, um, in the South Africa, Australia touring South Africa. And they're playing some ODIs and they're playing T20s. And they, so far the series, Australia has won the first ODI scoring 226 to South Africa 115. That's ODI, T20s. Oh, my apologies. Thank you. See why we have you there mm-hmm. working hard today, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. you are. Donna's on the board tonight. Well, yes, yeah. yes. I think yeah. we're going to have yeah. to promote Donna. Yeah, Donna. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So, uh, the second T20, Donna, then what was the score? Tell us. South Africa made 164 for A, and Australia 168 for 2 in 14.5 overs. They Thank did it you. by 8 wickets with 31 balls remaining. All right, and the third wow. ODI, T20. And then the third one, which was today, South Africa made 190 for eight, and Australia replied in 17.5 overs with 191 for five. So they won by five wickets with 13 oh, balls God. remaining. Okay, and that's the end <laughs> of the T20, yes? What? That's yes, the then the, the ODIs are going to come up starting... September 7th. September 7th. All right. Donna, you are a star today. Yeah, what she's about, 
Okay, Australia and South Africa, five ODIs? Starting oh. September 7th. Good, good. They're getting into uh, shape for the World Cup there of ODI matches. All right, tell us about the England and New Zealand series then, Donna. <laughs> All right. Okay, pull it up. Hey. Yes, so we started off with the poor matches. Yes. New Zealand won the first poor match, and they also yes. won the second poor match. The okay. first one by seven wickets, and the other one they won by 22 runs. Okay. Then the first T20, New Zealand mm-hmm. made 139. From the allotment of 20 overs, and England made 143 for three in 14 overs. So they won by seven wickets with 36 balls remaining. Good victory. And the second T20, England made 198 for four, and New Zealand were bowled out in 13.5 overs for 103. So England also won the second T20. Mm-hmm. The third T20, New Zealand batted first. They made 202 for five. And then England, they were bowled out for 128 in 18.3 over. So New Zealand won by 74 runs. So, so far we have England, two. New Zealand won. The fourth comes up on September 5th, which is mm-hmm. on Tuesday. Which right. is the fourth and final one. Uh-huh. And then they play four ODIs. Okay. Starting on September 8th. September 8th. All right. I see you've done your homework very, very, <laughs> very, very well, Donna. I definitely. I'm. I'm taking. I'm taking note, and I'm going to be talking to the boss. We have. To, <laughs> we have to make sure Donna gets the her promotion. <laughs> she is on the ball. All right. Um, we had. Uh, let's look at. You know the minor leagues. Okay, Donna. What? I think I'm. Can Go you? ahead, Leon. Go ahead, Leon. Um, I think we have um, Audley on. Oh, let's say hi to Brother Audley. Good afternoon, Audley. How are you today? Uh, good afternoon to you, Mr. Dennis. But the rest of the panel, of our, the panel will say good evening. And mm-hmm. um, good afternoon, good, evening. good morning, mm-hmm. and good evening to all the <laughs> listeners around hi. the world. It's a beautiful Beautiful Sunday evening in my neck of the woods. Today we were uh, a bit high during the week. We've been having some cool weather, like, you know, low 80s, high 70s. Today went up to about 87. But it's nice, not nice and windy. So, hey, I'm going to be happy and rejoice about that one. So, I'm here. So, yes, thank you. We, you know, we have Donna, we have... You know, when Donna's been a star today, we have um, Mertris, we have um, Hyacinth, you know, myself, 
And, and Leon? <laughs> no, I think Donna and uh, Mercury says they're having beautiful weather, and I think you're approximately close enough to them, so you're getting some of that nice sunshine and uh, calm, yes, bright least, weather. At least the Mercury. At least the Mercury yes. and Donna. At least the Mercury and Donna. All right. Well, just to bring you up oh. to date, you know. Go ahead, Donna. Oh, you're saying Would hello. You mind Yes, yes, I thought that, you know, you're, you're batting, what is it, three for three today, so go ahead, tell us about minor league. I'm trying, I'm trying to pull it up, I'm trying to pull it up. All right, well, 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 while you're doing that, don't forget, now, I have my red pen and my black pen out, and, you know, I'm taking notes, good and proper, and uh, so, you know. I don't want you to yeah, block no, no. this one or or spoil it, right? Somehow I'm I'm not seeing it. You're not seeing the minor league. All I, right. have dig, I, I have to dig hard. You have to dig <laughs> hard. All right. Well, do yeah. you mind if I help? Can, uh, let me help you out here in this one. Yes, go ahead. Help think, me out here. Have we said that? <laughs> so for the minor leagues which were played last weekend, whoops! I now I think I'm the one who need to take. Um, yeah. Okay. For the minor league matches that were played um, previously, we have uh, St. Louis Americans one thirty for eight, Chicago Kingsmen one thirty one for four, uh, Atlanta Lightning one sixty seven for nine, Fort Lauderdale Lions one forty for five. Um, I know that is. I'm giving you there the matches from last weekend. Let me make sure that I have the most up-to-date up-to-date uh, ones. Uh, right, that was last weekend. Something. Do, do we have an Atlanta Fire and an Atlanta Lightning? Uh, we have Atlanta Lightning and Atlanta Fire, yes. Okay, so I found it. Go right ahead. You're you're ahead of me. Go ahead. <laughs> Bonus oh, points. Lightning, no. <laughs> Go ahead. Fire came up against Marysville Raptors against Atlanta Fire. The Atlanta uh, Fire won by seven wickets. Now, that can you cool. tell me the date of those matches? Bill, that's today. That's the date I'm seeing. Nine three twenty three. Okay. Good. Good. Thank Marysville, you. Go ahead. They, they got 144 for five, and the fire made 150 for three in 18.2 overs. Okay. And today, Atlanta Lightning versus Orlando Galaxy. Yes. And we have Atlanta Lightning one by eight wickets. Okay. Orlando Galaxy made 107 for eight, and Atlanta made 110 for two in 16.4 overs. And then we also had the Fort Lauderdale Lions that came up against the Baltimore Royals. Oh, my. <laughs> yes, I know. Those names are something to remember, isn't it? So the Royals first, but they made 116 for eight. And uh -huh. the Fort Lauderdale Lions, they made 119 for four in 18.3 over. Okay. Oh, my, 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 my computer here going haywire. 
Yes, there are a, a lot. Let's just say the winners this week has been Dallas Exforia, Chicago Kingsmen, Houston Hurricane, San Diego Surf Riders, Lone Star Athletic, Dallas Mustangs, San Diego Surf Riders on the second match, Dallas Mustangs, Chicago Kingsmen, and Chicago Tigers. Those were the uh, the winners for you know matches for this week and playing tomorrow. That's the fourth of September, which is Labor Day. That's a holiday. I know they have some matches scheduled for tomorrow. Do you have those, um, Donna? Um, let me see if I see the schedules. Okay, schedules. Mm-hmm. Um, tomorrow is the fourth. Yes. Yes, tomorrow is the fourth. Go, I, go right ahead. Um, so it's um, Saint Louis. What is it? Saint Saint, Saint Louis, Louis, America. That's it. Again. Against DXZ. Yes, Dallas Exforia. And then we have, that's at 9.45, at 10. Yeah, Musa Stadium. Michigan Stars. Michigan Stars. Against Dallas Mustangs. Mustangs, yes. That's at Prairie View. And then 11 o'clock, we have SEA versus SOL. Yes, Seattle. 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 Against SoCal Lashings. Again, they play Canyon Los side. Lashing, Los Angeles. Yes. So Lashing. Yes. Yeah. At 1.45, we have yes. Chicago Kingsmen yes. versus the Lone Star, Lone Star Athletic. Athletic. Yes. Yes. At Musa at Stadium. Yeah, 2 p.m. we have the Chicago Tigers mm-hmm. versus the Houston Hurricanes. Right. And that's at Prairie View. Yeah. And that's at 2. And then um, at 3, 3 p.m. Yes. We have PSG versus SDS. That's Three Golden State. Open. Golden State against San Diego Surf Riders at Canyon okay. side. All right. Well, and then there's uh, at 7.30, DXG mm-hmm. versus Houston. Right. And then, no, that's on the 8th. No, that's on the 8th. No, that's on the 8th. So uh, those are the be, games for tomorrow, the 4th. Those are the games for tomorrow. Those of you who are within earshot, there you are. Donna has done uh, over and beyond. She is... Striking, it's not just A, that's well over A plus 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 for Donna. She has been on the ball right away. So it's immediate promotion. I hope uh, Leon's I hope Leon's listening because you know this goes without saying. Uh, yes. she is definitely and and Murchis agreed, yes? Yes, well yes. done. Yes, well done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Done you. It's, 
it's now coming up to six o'clock. I think the birthday hour coach has obviously <laughs> been delayed. Sorry, go ahead. No, seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Oh, you see? I, that was a test question, Donna. And, you know, you once again, you strike, you, strike it, you strike it out of the park. Seven o'clock, time for the birthday and anniversary hour with Brother Audley. I think yeah. Leon, you can cue the music and uh, we will have Brother Audley come in and we'll take Coach when he comes in. Okay. Uh, Leon, are you able to cue the music? Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, can hear the sound of Stevie Wonder in the background. A happy birthday song. Yes, it's time for the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. It's the time of the evening when we take a look at the cricketing fraternity and we say happy birthday or happy anniversary. And it's a time when you also can call in 515-605-9850. And as we go along, occasional footnotes. Yes, but just before I get into the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour, let's do an inside edge. The inside edge for today, you know, the Asia Cup is presently being held over there in Asia, of course. And um, I take a look at the top five run scorers, highest run scorers in the history of the Asia Cup. And uh, number five, we have Rohit Sharma, 745 at an average of 46.56. Four, Sohib Malik at 786 at 65.50. Sachin Tendulkar, 971 at 51.10. Kumar Sangakara, 1075 at 48.8. And the number one run scorer in the Asia Cup, Samet Jai Syria from Sri Lanka, of course, with 1,220 runs at 53.04. So the champion is Samet Jai Syria, number one, Sangakara, number two, Tendulkar, three, Shoaib Malik, four, and Rohit Sharma, five. Here we got it, the inside edge. Okay. So here we go. This evening, uh, we have a very, very big evening because I don't know anybody know um, of one Mr. Leon Francis. Uh, I guess I guess you heard the name before. <laughs> it's his month. It's, it's his month. And of course, the 8th will be his big birthday. Yeah. Oh. His grandson, his grandnephew as well, London. Yeah, they'll be celebrating. Big, big time for Mr. Leon Francis' birthday month. So the 8th, he will be doing it. Yes. And uh, today, however, we have a big first anniversary for Mr. Ivor Henry and Barbara Henry. Hmm. 
I can't believe it's been one year since I was up there, down there in Georgia. Already one year. So, big anniversary for Barbara and um, and, uh, and and my friend Ivo, the first anniversary. So let me go over and start at number three, the third. We'll come up to that one. So, so we have... Um, Cricketer, not cricketer, this is a singer, Calvin George Scott. I know you won't recognize that name, but if we say Coco T, Jamaican music icon, Coco T, that's, where, that's what we know him as a stage name. He's celebrating a birthday today, along with the anniversary of Ivor and Barbara, and Virgil Francis Jr. is also celebrating a birthday today. So happy birthday to the birthday celebrants. Okay, also having a birthday, a well-known celebrity, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, you know Charlie Sheen. He turns 58 years old today. Okay, cricket. Percy Chapman, Johnny Douglas, Tom Emmerich, David Milan, and Jeff Arnold, all from England. From the West Indies, we have Basil Butcher out of Guyana, Leonard Harris, Leonard Alfonso Harris out of St. Kitts. He left us 2006. We have um, Shanda Paul Hemraj out of Guyana also celebrating. Jackie Mill from New Zealand, Said Khan and Ifakar Ahmed from Pakistan, Paul Sterling from Ireland. Ashgar Ali from the United Arab Emirates. And we have Rikas Ahmed Zia from Afghanistan, Robert Stewart, and Denny Dobbs Hobson from out of South Africa, and Rohal Shangari from India. On the fourth, uh, we have the, um, the death of Hopton Lewis, our Jamaican guy, you know, he won the... the um, Festival song in Jamaica one year, but later in life he became a born-again Christian and sings strictly gospel music. Hopton Lewis, he left us 2014. Back to cricket, Dennis Lindsay, Lance Klusner, Gart LaRue, Dennis Tomlinson, all from South Africa, Hardy Taffin and Darren Murray from New Zealand, Lincoln Roberts out of Tobago, from the Western, of course, Kieran Moore, a wicket keeper from a wicket keeper from India, and we have Wesley Madawi from Zimbabwe, Tariq Azia from Bangladesh, Navid Ashraf from Pakistan, and Mohammed Nadim from Oman. For the fifth, Miguel Cummins of Barbados, Richard Austin from Jamaica, Sylvester Joseph, Antigua, Roy Lewis, Grenada, Leslie Reefer umpire out of Barbados. Mark Rumpakash from England. And this man has scored, he had such a long career. He has scored 114 first-class centuries. And he started, uh, yeah, he, he, he started a long, 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 long time. Many, many, stress many decades. Uh, we have John Wisden, of course, named synonymous with the Wisden Trophy. Adam Holyak, Dominic Siblies, all from England. We have Sibby Young from Ireland, Archie Jackson, Bruce Yardley, 
Ken Mulam from Australia, Guy Withall, Zimbabwe, Colin Wesley, South Africa, Fayanga Oja, and um, Jemima Razrikit, female cricketer, and Ravi Bushnai, all from India, William Bell from New Zealand, Mohammed Rafiq from Bangladesh. And we have for the six, Sahid Anwar and um, from pa- Pakistan. And we have Jackie Howard from the Netherlands, and Richard Hutton and George Gunn from England, Lionel Baker from Montserrat, William Porterfield from Ireland, Fiona Fraser from New Zealand. We have Chanu Chipabara from Zimbabwe. And we have Deandra De Silva from Sri Lanka. And Mustafi Rahim from Bangladesh. For the eighth, we have George Hertz, Steve Jones, and Holly, Holly Collins, female cricketer, all from England. Victor Richardson and George Bailey from Australia. Remember, George Bailey once held the record jointly with Brian Lara for the most runs in a test over in a test match in over in test cricket, 28 runs. But of course, that was obliterated just a few years back by Mr. Jasprit Bumrah from India. Uh, we have Neural. Abidin from Bangladesh, Victor Pollard and Catherine Rommel from New Zealand, Ashab Khan from Pakistan, Calvin Curran, New Zealand, Asap Vedar from Kenya, Mohammed Islam from the United States, Wabil Hines, Anisha Mohammed Hines from Jamaica, uh, Anisha Mohammed from Trinidad and Tobago. And um, we go over to the eighth, and here we come. Um, the 8th of September marked the death of Queen Elizabeth II. She died at 96 years old on the, 11, on the, on the 8th of September last year. And uh, this one, I don't know if um, Dennis would remember this one. I remember I was in school then. 1969, when Jamaica changed their currency from pound, shilling, and pence to dollars and cents. It was the 8th of September, 1969. And we have Mr. Jeff Miller and Josh Butler from England, Suraj Randiv, and Lakin Tarmin from Sri Lanka, Gulam Ali from Pakistan, Subman Gill, young prodigy from India, Doug Freeman, New Zealand, Terry Jenner, Australia, John Lindsay, South Africa, and Mr. Kyle Mears out of Barbados, West Indies. And finally, for the ninth, we have Fiona. I'm not quite sure who she connected to, but then we have Otis Redding. Late Otis Redding, he was born in 1941. And remember, he went down in this um, plane crash with um, many members of the band the Barkies, 10th of January 1967. So that would have been his birthday, the night this Saturday. Uh, Fred Spofford, the first, the man to play the first hat trick in Test cricket from out of Australia, 
um, Brett Outfield, also from us, Jack O'Connor from Australia, Neil Fairbrother and Graham Onions from England, Said Abid Ali uh, from India, Salim Perez from Pakistan, and Sudan Sanaka from Sri Lanka. But back to Mr. Leon Francis, who will be having his one on Friday also, along with his grand nephew, London. Back to you, sir. Okay. Thank you, Brother Audley. Let's start. Donna, any birthday greetings this week? Um, I have a friend in Nevis by the name of Althea Jones. She's celebrating today the third. So, what's the blessing her? Say it again. And my brother, Virgil Brown. His birthday comes up on the 9th, which is Saturday. Okay. That's it? Any other? No? Uh, that's as far as I can remember right now. I don't have my calendar in front of me. So that's okay. what's coming to me right now. All right. Virgil, birthday, anniversary. Yeah. yeah, before I go to the birthday, I remember um, Audrey said, I think Otis Redden died. Um, 67. 64, was it? Yeah, that 10th of December, 1967, when the plane went down. You know something, because I can remember. I, I, I thought it was like 70 died. The reason why I said that, I can remember as a mm-hmm. little kid, I was like three years old then, um, we was playing cricket in my cousin and backyard, and I didn't know when it happened, because this guy that used to love his song began to cry, and it's something I never forgot, but I didn't know. I thought I was about five years old when it happened. But I remember mm. that. But um, let me say my condolence to Kendrick um, Kendrick Francis. That's one of my uncle who passed away sometime last week. So I want to say my condolence oh, to, the, to, the, to, the, to the Francis family. And for birthday greetings, um, last week, I remember that, I think it was Thursday, um, Earl Stephen wife carol stephen who celebrated her birthday i think was on friday just want to wish her all the best and many many more to come and my niece um genesis who celebrated her birthday yesterday i think 10 years old wishing her all the best and many more to come and then my son virgil jr who celebrates his birthday today which right now he's in Lakeland. He's studying. Um, he do physical therapy and he's studying to get his doc, doc, doctorate. And oh. right now, I don't know if he's listening because he told me he have to study all the today because he's having a test tomorrow, which he don't go to the regular school, so they're having school tomorrow. So I just want to wish him all the best on his, I think his first test because he just started his class. And I love you very much and just wishing you all the best and just study hard, work hard at your work because when you put in... Whatever you put in, that's what you get out. So just work hard at what you're doing, and many more birthday to come. Love you, son. All right. Well, that's let's, it for let's, me. All, let's all put our thinking cap and our thought caps on for Virgil's son. Not only is his birthday, but he is about to take a very big exam. So let's think about him and push all the good vibrations that we can to Virgil's son on his big occasion tomorrow. Uh, anyone else? Leon, birthdays. Leon's not listening. 
Yeah. Oh, d- Hyacinth, birthdays? Audrey? Yes. Okay, Dennis? Okay, yes, go ahead, Leon. Okay, Dennis, I want to just take time out to say condolences to Phil. Phil Elder's sister, Mita Hall, passed away last Thursday. He was a very good friend, dear friend of mine. He was my neighbor when I lived in Miami and in Antigua. He was a very important person. She was the headmistress of the Pilgrim Holiness um, School over there in Bishopgate Street, and she taught many, many, many people uh, to to become um, successful in life. I also had the opportunity of working along with with her father at Bryson's uh, Wholesale, Mr. Hallpike, and we just offer our sincere sympathy to him, uh, to family, Phil, his sister, Geraldine, and all the other relatives and friends. He, you know, Phil, the family taught a lot of people music, and I was surprised to know that one of the greatest um, Calypsonian writers in Antigua has been taught by Phil and the family. So condolences to them. I don't know when the funeral will be, but we just lost a great lady. Uh, very simple, very um, down-to-earth, and uh, treated Phil like if he were uh, their child. So condolences. Also, I want to take time out to wish Dr. Eugene Francis, my friend for over 60 years, we went to school together, primary school together, went to learn printing together, played for Antigua, as, that's Antigua, but Antigua Boys School, or the Sentence Boys School, cricket, football, and he was a better athlete than I was. We went to PM school, we played there, cricket and football. And he became one of Antigua's um, greatest father. I mean, forward. He scored five goals against against Atomic. A great friend of mine. We have always been friends. And we, when I was in Miami, we it was a ritual that every Thanksgiving and every Christmas we spent together. Had some good time playing dominoes, music, and eat as much as we can. Eat, eat. Eat the food that we used to eat in Antigua, saltfish and, uh, and ducana and dumpling, everything. Call it, we name it. So happy, happy birthday, Dr. Eugene Francis. And to top it off, I have uh, some dear friends, Michelle Etienne and Jackie, Jackie Lawrence, uh, my very, very good friends. And you know something? They share an anniversary with, with Ivor and um, their wife. Barbara, they have an anniversary today, which will make 21 years they're married. And to top it off, he too has a birthday on the same day, so anniversary and birthday. And, of course, we, you, um, there's something else I wanted to say, but just didn't come to me. I'll pick it up again. But, yes, indeed, on Friday, I will make another year old. So many times I've celebrated birthdays. It's too many. So I <laughs> stop when I reach. I stop, but I'm grateful uh, look, to you, be you alive. Better oh. man how you say Better man how you say too I'm many. Great. <laughs> Receive and, that. Uh, far too many, man. Yeah, far, I agree. Far too many. I, I'm grateful. I'm to be grateful. And um, this, this morning, this morning, I'm going to tell you the truth. This morning, 
I went to church. My daughter made the announcement in church. Who told the pastor to ask how old I am? Uh-oh. And if anybody guessed how old I am, I'm going to tell them. But anyway, I'm so grateful to be a panelist on the show and the recipient of many, many, many kind words of comfort. And today is, you know, fr- come Friday, I will be taken to to Orlando for gift by my loving daughters. Uh, they, they are so dear to me, my daughter Leslie, my first child, and my second child. She was in church with me this morning, and I'm so happy. And I'm grateful for the kindness that I've been shared to me. I've gotten it from the senior center. I've gotten it from church. And I've gotten it in advance from my dear loving sisters. We have 17 children, not to mention cousins and uh, uh, all around the world. And we are really elated that, that I'm still here. And tell you a secret. I'm the oldest of, of our, all, our, all our kids. Uh, so I always say that, that I'm next and I'm prepared. So thanks again for those who have not expressed yet, for those who are thinking of expressing. I'm so glad that I'm here to to say thank you in advance and to wish all my friends well uh, well wishes, Godspeed, and we will hope that we can live as long as the Lord, Lord um, um, allows us. One of my greatest um, family members is Aunt, Aunt Irene. She has gone outside, and I always remember her because she, she treated me like if she were my mother, my aunt, and my father. And I'm glad to <laughs> wonderful, wonderful people. Thank you all oh, so much in advance. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Leon. Um, we're going to Hyacinth. Uh, any birthday greetings? Anniversary? Hyacinth? Oh, we're not hearing Hyacinth. I wonder if she has muted herself she's on, there. She's on tea, she's on tea break. Uh, Hyacinth, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not hearing from yeah, Hyacinth can right I, now. Can I, can I just say something? I'll, I'll forget. Um, I know why Ivor married on the third, because he wanted to remind me of my son's birthday. So, Ivor, <laughs> I want to tell you... <laughs> Happy, happy anniversary, and I wish you all the best and many, many more to come. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Hi, Sid. So, you, so, uh, all, so all that was in what was... Um... Go ahead. Sorry. Go, go ahead. Um, no. no, no. I, I was trying for Hyacinth, but she hasn't uh, responded there. I think she might be muted somehow. Um, yeah, Hyacinth, if you're hearing us and we're not hearing you, maybe you can just log off and call in again. Um, I, was that Leon I heard in the background? Anyway, from me personally, I wanted to say happy birthday, Leon. Leon was stopped counting birthdays because he says he has not had enough of them, so he stopped counting. Congratulations also from me to Ivor and Barbara on their anniversary. We are sorry that you're not uh, here with us today for us to um, shout at you. Nonetheless, we hope that you're listening and you can hear. We are sending you much, much congratulations and happy anniversary. Uh, Virgil, I send uh, condolences. And of course, you know, to your friend, I think you said, who have passed away. And our delighted cricket show. Uncle, uncle. 
your uncle. Okay, condolences to your for you. And our friend of the cricket show, our great friend of the cricket show, Phil Moore. Uh, Phil, we are so sorry to hear of the passing of your sister, and we hope to hear from you at some point soon. That seems to be the end for us, so it's back to you, Ivor, unless okay. I think. Before you go to oh, hold on. I completely forgot my brother dear with his anniversary. So I want to okay. shout about him and Barbara on his special day today. Okay. And also to, to Leon, since he'll be celebrating this week. And condolences yeah. to all for morning losses. Birthday right. to Virgil son as well. All right. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Happy, so happy I have Mr. Francis. So I have one more from Leon when we and have Waveney, Waveney Haynes up there in yes. Georgia. She will be celebrating on the ninth this this Saturday. Um that I'll add to that. And Mr. Francis, of course, you know, I'll we'll call you on that day, but since um um when next Sunday arrives, then you would have celebrated already. So I just wanna say Happy birthday to you when it comes, and uh, may you live to say many more. And you're saying you're too many, stop counting. You, you know, I heard the story of a man who, um, you know, somebody, you know, went to a funeral. And, but there's this man who is so uncanny, he's always on spot. Like the next funeral, he would always announce who is going to die next. And, um, you know, so it always happened, never failed. So this person went to the funeral and the man made an announcement and, you know, he always say what is going to happen. But on this occasion, he said, the first person to leave this funeral will be the next one. And boys, that's been a couple of weeks and they are still there. Nobody wants to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> nobody wants to leave. So, so minor is <laughs> You better stay with us. All right, you better stay with us. Happy, happy birthday when you come, my brother. God bless you. All right. So it's, it's back to Audley and any That's the music. I think no, no, nothing. Okay, good. Welcome back. Welcome back. All right, nothing from Hyacinth. So, okay, cue the music. I remember when I was a lad. Times were hard and things were bad. But there's a silver lining behind every cloud. Just poor people, that's all we were. Trying to make a living out of black land dirt. We'd get together in a family circle, singing loud. And daddy sings bass. Mama sings tenor. Me and little brother would join right in there. Cause singing seems to help a troubled soul. One of these days that it won't be long, we'll rejoin them in a song. We'll join the family circle at the throne. Mama sings dinner, me and little brother will join right in there in the sky, Lord, in the sky. Well, I remember after work, Mama would call in all of us, and you could hear us singing for a time. 
and daddy will sing bass. Mama sing tenor. Me and little brother will join right in there. Cause singing seems to help our troubles go. Sings bass. Mama sings tenor. Me and little brother will join right in there. In the sky, Lord, in the sky. In the sky, Lord, in the sky. Guys, guys, guys. Thank you, brother Audley. We'll have more of that later. <laughs> All right. So, Audley? Yes, yes ma'am. I'd like to say something. Go right ahead. Okay. <laughs> okay, good evening, everyone, again. And um, mm-hmm. condolences to all those who have family members or friends passed. And also, I'd like to say congratulations to Ivor and Barbara on their first anniversary. May God continue to bless their union as they journey through their lives. So, Enjoy and celebrate to the max. Okay, thanks. Thank okay. you, uh, Miss Murtris. Uh, and I didn't think we need to tell him about celebrate to the max. See, see, he can't even come on the show. I mean, they can't even come on the show. <laughs> 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 uh, me, my brother, my sister, enjoy, enjoy the first anniversary. And one, this is the first of many, 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 many more to come. And, of course, condolences. Uh, on behalf of the cricket show, to all who, those who have lost their loved ones, um, you know, it's a road for us all. And I hope you guys are not at that funeral place uh, waiting uh, <laughs> not to be the first one to leave. <laughs> all right. So um, this, has, this has been the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Join us next Sunday, God willing, um, just about 7 o'clock. Once again, we'll do it all over. The Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Back to you, gentlemen. Is it Leon or Dennis? Yes, Dennis, thank Dennis. you. Thank you, Brother Audley. And, of course, thanks to everyone who has uh, expressed their, uh, you know, wishes and their sympathies for the those who are passed and those who are celebrating birthdays. Okay, well... Um, Donna, we are not letting you go again now that we've got you by the horn. <laughs> we want to make sure that you tell us when the next CPL starts. In the meantime, we will just exchange some ideas about the C- men's C- you know, Republic Bank CPL. And I know we have the uh, next game about to start sometime soon. So cue us when it starts, Donna, and let us know how it's going. Now, I don't know. Um, Virgil, have you been following the men's Republic CPL? Yes, uh, I watched a couple of the game when I get a chance to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This morning, I didn't uh-huh. see the one this morning, but um, mm-hmm. I get to watch a couple of the games. Okay. You know, the, the one thing that stands out for me is that um, the men's CPL this morning there was such a scarcity of supporters or fans in the stadium. And I'm wondering if anybody has any idea 
as to really why why do we have so few fans in those stands? Is it is it the matter of the price? Is it that uh, cricket is not exciting enough, or is it that uh, you know the, the dates is just not right for West Indian supporters? Why is it West Indian supporters aren't flocking to the stadium because some great cricket is being played right now? It's very exciting, you know. Any thoughts on that, um, Audley? Audley probably must be gone. I don't know. But no, I can say that. Um, no, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. I Sorry, think... I'm muted. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I'm muted myself to uh, avoid some noise. Uh, forgot to unmute. Okay. Um, I've watched uh, some matches, bits and pieces. Uh, sometimes I'll watch the first innings and um, attempt to watch the second innings. And, of course, that watched me. But um, I, I I don't know. I think I think it has been an oversaturated, uh, you know, that was oversaturated with, with with cricket. I mean, this this one this league is playing that's being played, and then secondly, uh, for this for this CPL, mm-hmm. um, it's been it's being carried on radio. A lot of lot of television, you know, you can you know carrying those those matches. So I tell you, when you watch it at home from home. You watch mm-hmm. the replays, you watch the everything, and it's like, you know, it's almost like you're at the stadium. Something you get a lot more, you know, by mm-hmm. the cameras fanning the crowd and stuff like that. You're seeing things that if you're in the crowd, you're, you're not seeing. So that, mm-hmm. that, that, could, that could be one. That could be one thing. But um, I, I think at least the, the first match that I saw in Barbados, mm-hmm. um, there, there were very few seats that was, that was uh, unoccupied. There was a lot of people. Um, but I, I, I've watched, I watched the first, the first um, innings last night of, the, of, of one of the matches, or the, that last match, and um, I slept, I slept out the rest, the, the, the rest of it. I, did, I just saw the reply this morning, you know, that um, they were bowled for they didn't make the score. But um, I, I, I don't, I don't see any reason. I think the novelty has been worn off. Because um, when the CPL first came to the Caribbean, man, every island, the stadiums were cram packed. I mean, and of course it was night, another night cricket, and it, you know, one a lot of people had time and thing to go there. But uh, I don't know, maybe it's sort of wearing off, you know, and getting a little still, still. But then, and I know the cricket has been brilliant, you know, some good knocks, good bowling, and thing like that. You know, so you know, different okay. situation in life why people sometimes you okay. know, don't go don't go and watch it out. For instance, Facebook now. Every one mm-hmm. of them you just go, just go on Facebook and, and go on the search and you just type in CPL and it just pop up whatever plane you you're at home and you are you're watching it live, you know. Mm-hmm. So that could be one of the reasons. Oh, so you think it's saturation then. But then oddly the IPL has been on for what twelve years or more, and yet almost every match there is. You, you talk about economics, eco economics. No, you're, you're talking about people, you know, with money to spend and things like that. The, the, the Caribbean is different from you know the, the, the people who just have the money to spend. You know, okay. a lot. Not that you don't have rich people, and people who are wealthy off in, in the Caribbean, but a lot of people maybe who would want to go. Can't afford if they go to one or two matches. They can't go to all the matches. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah. So you can maybe it's quite, 
Maybe price. Maybe price. It could maybe be price, price. Though. Yeah. Could. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Leon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any, any thoughts? Yeah. I'm here. I just yeah. want to give you some drawback from at least from Jaten. He uh -huh. he has lost track of the time, so he'll be in on at eight o'clock instead. Okay. In the far west of the country, and he just wants us to know that he uh, apologized for not being on on time, but he'll be ready in a half an hour's time. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, I'm talking about the CPL, and um, I think oh, they hit it right on the head as far as I am concerned. The money is not there, it's not available. And um, when you also, when you have a team that no locals are involved, that's another factor that I think that if you have a young, aspiring mm -hmm. cr cr cricketer, however weak he is, even to, even to make him be uh, um, a substitute fielder. You know, he comes on the field, that's big thing. He carries the towel, that's big thing. And he gets accustomed to the atmosphere, and when his time comes, he wouldn't be afraid of the crowd. You know, one, they, they said once upon a time when the Leeward and, and um, Windward players went to places like India and they see the crowd, it scares them. But nowadays that doesn't matter. If they see a bad ball, they're going to hit it. And if they see a good ball, they'll play cautiously. Uh, I tell you something, too. Mm -hmm. Despite the fact of... Um, the um, uncertainty about Cornwall. People go to see him as well, you know. Don't you mm -hmm. think so, Virgil? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I have a little chat um, on our little cricket thing. And you see, when Cornwall perform, if you watch this season, when Cornwall perform, I even get some runs, Barbados win the game. Yes. When Cornwall fails, it's, it's not about one man. Everybody talk about this guy wait, this guy wait or what. But still, mm -hmm. as long as he perform and give them a good start, most likely they win the game. Mm -hmm. So it's a big asset for Barbados. Some people say he's a liability. I cannot understand how, I mean, how, well, people are going to think whatever they want to think because if so many people can be brainwashed, especially in this country, anything can happen. But people will think what they want to think. Because, but once he makes runs, Barbados most likely um, end up and win the game. Mm -hmm. okay, you know, when the rest of them fail, when the rest of them fail, nobody's saying anything. But as long as he fails by himself, everybody have a problem. They, they talk about his weight. But when the rest guys and the slim guys fail, it's something else different. You know, you got to play, you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to criticize. And when they, if they perform, you give them credit. If they fail, no matter who the person is, if they fail bad, Okay, you talk about it, but you, you just don't talk about it because of this person's size, this person's size, or what. That that shouldn't be the factor. Failing, I mean, look look at the watching England game and, and um, South Africa game. This Babuma, what's his name, dropped like two catches, catches, uh -huh. runs, and wicket give you game. You understand? So it do happen all over, you know. So yeah, you gotta give credit when 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 they perform it. All right, thanks. You can follow up again, Dennis. Yeah, go ahead. With, with what Roger is saying, because I heard on another show how how Jason Holder was showing praises onto Cornwall. Says he's a match winner. He he's set there to to blast fifteen, twenty, thirty runs in the power play. But mm -hmm. I, I'm saying to myself, 
How he didn't say that years ago? I thought yeah. he's he coming late. He should have said that some years ago because they were trying to get on other play, players on the field and they were rating other players and bowlers ahead of him. So I'm glad that he's not making runs, but I'm glad that people people are, are calling for him despite the fact that one shot is enough for them. So that, that's my take. Mr. Francis, the fact that he's finally owning up to up to that, you know, some people's eyes take a little longer to get open, and, and mm-hmm. if his eyes are not open and he acknowledges it, we give him kudos. He finally okay. comes around. So just know mm-hmm. there's a new convert, huh? As far as Virgil, yeah. Virgil said... Um, and, and, and talking, Dennis, and talking about Mr. Jason Holder, I'm sure you are becoming a big believer of Jason Holder now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Jason always... Yeah, he's performing, best. he's performing. He performs CPL, but when you take him out of the CPL, what does he do? Anyway, you said, Virgil, that... Um, Cornwall is a big asset, and I think you didn't mean his size, but in terms of <laughs> what I think, I think you meant is, is what he's able that to was a double whammy. That was a double yeah. whammy. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> what he's a, I think you meant what he's able to contribute to the team. That makes him a very big, very large asset. Yes? Yep, yep, um, yep. Donna, any contribution there for you, for us? I am so disappointed with the CPL and the thank you Navy Patriot. Okay. Because I don't know what's going on with that team. But After, they don't they don't they, look with it at all. You know that with it, Did they change their team from last did they not win the CPL um, a couple of years ago? Or in the a final? But they can't seem to find a footing this year. Okay. And that's the only team, right, that has the name on it and doesn't play a player from the from St. Kitts Navy. Is that right? Not even sure. one player from St. Kitts Navy. That's terrible, Donna. I have to join in that. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But uh, uh, so no, Donna. It, it does not the name St. Kitts Navy. Nobody from St. Kitts Navy plays in that team. Mm-hmm. So t- tell us then, Donna, if you were picking one or two players from St. Kitts, who would that be? We got some upcoming fellows here. Oh, so is There is an Amory. Why does he about? I don't know if he's a uh-huh. T20 player, ODI player, whatever, but they could have tried but, somebody. And yes, I think yes. they have somebody and they gave him one game and after that you don't see him again. Okay. So let him start the bottom where they be. <laughs> well, you know, Donna, um, I don't think um, the the um, what's that fellow, the wicket keeper for the test wicket keeper for um, the silver. I don't think he's a T20 player, but he's certainly put in an appearance for um, for somebody. I think yeah, he isn't even impressive. First thing, they don't put that team together. When I hear that they picking Ambati Waidu, I say. Is the same man, but already what I signed the IPL, he ain't ready yet. Oh, and mm-hmm. when I heard that they replaced him with Will Smith, I have watched Will Smith in the 100. The first uh-huh. year he came out, bang, with a century. I ain't seen Will Smith since. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. 
Okay. I don't know how they go about choosing the players that they play. I don't know. Yeah, the franchise franchise holders, I think, are the ones who make the decision along with their trainer and coaches. I think they are the ones who pick the teams that they have, and hence this is what we see. Um, I know, Hyacinth, are you getting into these? Um, yes. Okay. What What's your thinking? Give us your thoughts. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, Hyacinth. We're hearing you. Okay. Yeah. So what did you say? I didn't hear too well. I, I was asking if you, you know, been following any of the CPL matches or even the hundreds as uh, Donna says, the hundreds going on in uh, your neck of the woods. What, have you been following? Yeah, I was, I was watching um, England, um, New Zealand. Yeah, I was uh, watching bits and pieces, um, but not, what did you, think? you know. But did, did you see any? Was it exciting? Was it uh, worth your time? Yeah, yes, 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 yes. The bits I saw uh, were quite interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, all right. Okay. Well, um, Donna, we're about, what, 10 minutes away. Any toss been taken yet regarding the, um, the, the next match? Royals against St. Kitts? No? Donna's searching right now. All right. Um, so, right now we're still, what, one, two, three, four, five. We're still along. We're just about halfway through the CPL. Anyone willing to put their uh, money on uh, the top four? Oddly? Um, I'm not. I'm really not following according to um, like the order who is first, second, third, and fifth, so to speak. Um, but you know, as as a, as a you know, as a Jamaican, you'd like to know that the taller was they are doing well, yes. uh-huh. or even um, you know, a little revenge since the taller was um, parted way with um, Robman Powell, <laughs> but the but the BG, the, the Bajans are not doing very well either, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I hope I hope that they turn things around in a hurry. Okay. All right, Virgil, what are your thoughts? Any? Pick for the yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. I'm, I'm going to start with Juan Tegans, Juan Saint Lucia. You're the one. You know it like two like Barbados team, but I'm going with Barbados, Saint Lucia, Barbados, uh-huh. um, Guyana, and Trinidad. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Leon, what's that about? It? Yes, go ahead. Take first one because and they will back first. All right. Thank you, Donna. Mm-hmm. Thank you for an hour worth of excitement here. Leon, what's your take? I think the Warriors, the Kings, the Trinbega Knight Riders, mm-hmm. and I think Jamaica with tips, Barbados. Okay, well, I mean, I'm not counting anything right now, but we'll revisit this uh, next time around, perhaps, or in a couple of games, because they're still only halfway there, because they're now going on to Trinidad. Uh, next on uh, the 5th on Tuesday I think they will be in Trinidad for TKR and Barbados Royals so that will be what we will 
uh, we will see next. All right. Uh, anything else you want to add on the CPL while we wait? They start on this yeah. match this week. Go ahead. You want me to give it? A, you want to give it a top ten scorers um, in the CPL so far? Yes. Yeah. Let's hear it. Well, oh, well, Brandon is still king. Yeah, Brandon uh, King. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, with 186 runs from five innings. Johnson uh, Charles from five from four innings, 165. Pollard from four innings, 150. Martin Gumtill from five innings, 140. Akram Wazim, I, I am Wazim. Yeah, he four innings, 134. Samar Brooks, five innings, 128. Kimo Paul, three innings, 122. Hey, along with Heckmeyer, three innings also, 122. Fletcher, uh, five innings, 118. And the places, plus the places, he has had three innings and 112. So those are the top 10. Uh, when it comes to run scoring at the time, but just to tell you that Brandon is king up top. <laughs> I like that. I like that. He is king indeed. <laughs> Any comeback on, you know, there were several rookies introduced into the CPL this time around. Has anyone really taken any notes of who the rookies are and how they're doing? Leon? Well, the first thing, Atenez had to be number one. Uh-huh. Player, but he has to be more consistent. Okay. You know, he make a good score here. But every every, every player have it is gonna fail at at one at some stage or another. But even though you fail, you should fight, fight, fight. Mackenzie mm-hmm. also has not lived up to expectation, but he's he's here early yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else there? I saw the. Kevin Wickham, he's not in the mm-hmm. piece. He is a is he the a wicket keeper from Barbados? Uh, uh, I, I'm not impressed with him at all yet, mm-hmm. but perhaps he has not um, matured enough yet. But mm-hmm. mm. all right, I'm I, I don't see much more to to mention at this point. Uh, what mm-hmm. I would love to see, even though these players are not playing, they should be given a chance to even. To be substitute yeah. fielder, get accustomed to the atmosphere, and hopefully they will um, improve. That when they get their chance, there will be, you know, some. We will we'll use it. I see Kofi James was given a chance a little, and he, yeah. he had some failure up when he was in Zimbabwe, and. Um, don't see anybody, but I'm very impressed, Virgil, with, with the, the speed of um, Azari, he, and he's bowling like a mature player, and he is fiery. I don't know if anybody saw the wicket he took last night, the, the one, that of Evans. He was one of the most um, lethal deliveries I've seen in recent times. He has no answer. And the pace was there, and the movement was was so precise, moving from left to I mean, moving away from from a batsman. It's one of the hardest shots. You know that, Virgil, right? So I'm glad to see how how uh, Azari is bowling, and um, just want to see 
if we can get another couple of pairs of, of bowlers to, you know, to complement him, West Indies will have. He start, has to start with a good pair of fast bowlers, two good openers. Now, one of the biggest failures, oh, oh, um, Dennis, is is the opener for Barbados. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know why he he's not Palmeiras. not grafting before he he lifts his head. You know, who I'm talking to Mayors. I'm talking about Mayors. He, yeah. he is yeah. failing, and he he's one perhaps. You know, your count for a, a batsman come in pairs like bowlers come in pairs. You know, he if he would, would um, ease some of the pressure off a of Cornwall, sometimes they probably will make more runs. But maybe maybe he'll come back. Maybe come come good soon. So let's hope that he comes soon, so good soon. Because you know, a guy who makes a double century in a test match, and today he can't pass 10. And Cornwall was the same a little while ago, too, where he was <laughs> should have gotten three, three, three first ball ducks, but he was lucky in one of the matches. Catch was dropped. But not much to say. Okay, can, can I give it a top yeah, 10 bowlers? Yes, go ahead, Audley. Go ahead. All right, the top 10, top 10 bowlers, and this one I know Mr. Dennis will be very pleased to know. At the very top, of the list is his favorite cricketer, Jason Holden. Jason Holden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, J- Jason Holden, five matches, five innings so far, ten wickets. Uh, Amir, Mohamed Amir, um, he has nine wickets from five matches also. And Ishard, Ishard, he has five matches, nine wickets. Andre Russell, four matches, eight wickets. Alzari Joseph, five matches, seven wickets. Moti, three matches, three innings, rather, he bowled. Bowled three innings and seven wickets. Impressive. Mm-hmm. And we have Kwasim Ahmed, five innings. He has bowled and it's five. Uh, he has taken seven wickets. O'Shane Thomas, four innings, seven wickets. Wakar Salamankiel, Mankiel, um, two matches. And six wickets. And uh, Sonil Narain, four matches, six wickets. And that round of the top ten in the bowling department. Thank you for that, Audley. Before we, um, let's just say a quick hello to Simon. And I have one other point uh, to to raise before um, we get this question. Good afternoon to you, Simon. Welcome. And a very good evening to you also, Dennis. And I'll say good evening to everyone. Leon. Uh, Dennis mm-hmm. and Cardinal, if you are with us, uh, Audley, and uh, good evening to Donna. Good evening, sir. Murchith, good evening to you if you're listening to us. And Virgil, Mr. Patel, Jatna, Ivo, Mr. McKenzie, all our faithful listeners all over the world who follow us faithfully every Sunday. And don't and forget Saturday. Saturday. Have a wonderful evening, Simon. All. Have a wonderful week and be safe. Everyone be safe. Simon. Thank you. Thank you, Simon. You forgot Thank you. to mention Hyacinth. And Hyacinth also, yes. Of yes, course. Yes. Hi, Simon. Remember, is it, How are you doing? The, How are you? Your fellow English person, you know. I'm your good, I'm good, person, I'm good. Cannot, Simon yes. is your fellow English person. You cannot continue to omit her. All right? <laughs> should be top of the, she should be top of the list, yes? Top of the list. Yes, yes. Because yes. yes, when uh, we get back from England a couple months ago, I called her, but I said... We were so busy with our grandkids seeing the country. 
we were supposed to meet for tea. We never had a chance, but that's not forgotten. Next time we no. come to England, we will sure have tea at Buckingham Palace. How is that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, no, we Certainly, have why coffee. not? <laughs> we want to have coffee in Buckingham Palace. Coffee. <laughs> 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 now, now, before we move on I, and leave this, I have one other question for uh, for Donna. There was a rookie player who made his debut this morning for the Tala Wars. Um, who, who was it? Do you know? Do you remember? Uh, Donna is busy. Yeah. What? I, what's Hello, yes, I wasn't watching. I forgot I was muted. Yeah. So, I, I didn't know what. The, the the, the, the Tala was, yeah, he, he, they introduced a, a, a new player this morning, uh, and he took some wickets. I was asking if you uh, knew who he was. Yeah, uh, I, let's, I think. Uh, now, I don't know. Yeah, uh, this is Bowler. He was about number five Bowler, I think. Yeah, one of these new, newly involved, and he got um, Puran. Uh, I think he also got um, Puran. Oh, Pittman, yeah. Kelvin Pittman. Kelvin Pittman, that's the young man. He's the new rookie for the West. Oh, Antigua. So, the Antigua uh, player. Is he, he Antigua? He played for the Tallawas yeah. this morning. He was introduced yeah, as Antigua. Their... Okay, well there you go. Um, he bowled very well. Took uh, what three wickets, Donna? He took three wickets for twenty-seven from his four overs. Okay, and he got marked. Right, he got the opener day out. He got Nicholas Poor and and also Kieran Pollard. He also three scalps. He took in his mm, first match. In his first match for the Talawa, quick bowler. And it looks like we may well see more of this young man again. Left, left hand or right hand? Uh, he's a right hand bowler, if I remember correctly. Right arm. Okay. Right, right arm fast. Right arm and fast. And he's a yes, right hand fast bowler. All right. Okay. See? That's nice. Donna on top of the <laughs> class again. She is, <laughs> she, she is on fire today. No stopping Thank in you. her. Thank you, Donna. You have, um, so have they uh, started the match yet? CPL today, evening match? Yeah, they're going on the field. All right. Okay, Simon, now that you're with us, um, let's take your question. I would indeed. I'm ready for you with my question. I looked it up today and I said I'm going to give this question tonight. And Uh um, is is Mr. Patel with us? I haven't heard him. Not not yet. Uh, He has... uh, Oh, he might, he might know this answer. Okay. And for the night, September, uh, Mm -hmm. when did India win its first World Cup? I'm going to repeat it. What year did India win its first World Cup? I'm talking about World Cup 2020 World Cup. Oh, 2020. You mean T20? T20. T20. 20 of, well, it says, the book says World Cup. So I don't know if they're talking of 2020 or 2020. It could be ODIs. ODI, ODI. ODI. Yeah. What year did India win their first cup? 1983. 
Yep. Okay. When they won the third one from the West Indies, the, the, the black, the West Indies. <laughs> okay. So let's see what the others have. Nineteen eighty three I joined in that with that. Audley, okay. Audley says eighty three Virgil. I think eighty three I think we make a hundred and eighty three or something like that. I think we're gonna make one forty. One forty something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They made one eighty three. We made one forty. Oh Leon uh, Leon agree it's nineteen eighty three as well? No, I said it first. Oh, you said it first. Okay, mm-hmm. and Donna, what do you say? I have no idea. <laughs> Donna has no idea. Give us, give, us a, give, us a, give us a figure. Give us your birth date. 1990, <laughs> give us your birth date. <laughs> My birth date? That, that tournament didn't exist yet. <laughs> All right. Well, the preponderance says 83, and I think I'll go along with that, 1983 as well. Okay, thank you, thank you. Uh, Virgil, let's say Virgil. Virgil yes, said I give mine already to 83. That was the third, I think the third World Cup. Okay. That was the third World Cup. Okay. Any, anyone else? Any, what about no. the rest of the ladies? Everyone has given answers. Iacinth, I you want to take a step? Well, I Go think ahead. I'll just follow. I'll just follow the leaders and say eighty-three. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. Thank you. That's it, Mr. President. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Give us the Dennis. Answer. Well, my book here from London, ICC from London. My son sent me, and he said India won their first World Cup in nineteen eighty-five. That's what the book says. T20. Well, that was T20 then. Yes. No, T20 wasn't being played. T20 wasn't being played. No, no, no. 83. No, wait. 83. First one was But When did India win their first World Cup? Yeah. India. India. Simon. The book was not. Okay. Somebody it, made a it, mistake. Yeah. It it said mostly I think the preponderance is that might be two twenty twenty. Unless No, T twenty was around the time man. No, okay, well. Yeah, T twenty was around the time. Well eighty three was the correct year. I know. That's yeah, for a fact. Seventy nine seventy nine was the other one who West Indies win. Before yeah, that. and we're right. going to do this 79 as well. Yeah, we have, so, to, we have to remember that back when the World Cup name was first initiated for cricket, it was always the ODI, the, the, the 50 yes, over yes, bat. Yes, yes, yes. So that's probably where it is. But since then... As a matter of fact, the first, those were, there were 60 overs at the time. Okay, 60 yeah. overs. But, it, but, but there were kinds of ODIs as well. Yeah. Right. And since then, we've had all these other um, uh, knockoffs, World Cup names, but they stipulate the the, uh, the format separately as Test or T20 or ODI. So, Simon, I think the consensus is that it's 1983 for the World. Yeah, for the World Cup. Maybe you're misreading. A five I'll have to three. check with them. London and yes. see what they turn because their book says 85, but I'll go along with 83. You know, uh, they could be wrong too. You know, yeah. I have. Uh, the, I, I, 
No, I, I think, I think, I think, Simon, I think some kind of little ink drop on the tree and make it look like a pine, but right. something like something happened with the book. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All we'll right. So uh, uh, we go along with that. We, and uh, we learned so much from this show with all, all right. you talented ladies and gentlemen know the game so well. My, my wife said to me tonight, what do you love about this cricket so much? I said, I've been following cricket since I was three years old. <laughs> That's yeah, the only game. And my yeah. granddaughter said, the only game you know is cricket. <laughs> okay, let's ask Audrey. Okay, since, since that I've looked it up, it's the 20, 25th of June, 1983, that India won the, when they beat the West Indies. Okay, okay but I was in the Okay. okay, all right, thank you. I stand corrected. I stand corrected. All right, Audley, quick question for Simon. Ooh, you caught me off guard here. Oh. Yeah, I know you're going you're gonna to give me a, a very hard uh, who, one. Who, okay, um, who is the captain for the CPL, Jamaica CPL team, the Jamaica Tallawas? Who is the captain for the Jamaica Tallawas this year? Okay, I'm going to give you... My best shot at that now. I'm be very honest. I'm going to give you my best shot. Uh-huh. Uh, for Jamaica, I'll have to. Jamaica, CPL, right now, right, right now, right? Yes, yes. Presently, oh. the captain. No, no, no. Oh, I have to say we, no, no, I, no. I really don't no. know. All right, let's give you some names. If you give Black me, wood. if you give me. Give me three, give me three um, names, and I'll probably pick okay. one I think it's. Uh, I'll right. give you, I'll give you three names. Brooks. Yes. Um, Blackwood, and King. I'll, I'll have to go Blackwood. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. right one. That's right one. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, no. Okay. Let, 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 let me give him a clue. Let me give him a clue. Let me give him a clue. Okay. Yeah. Um, Bruce Lee, the karate man, Bruce Lee's son, and then the other one is boxing promoter. Boxing <laughs> <Young> king. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except, not, yeah. So what's the name of the oh, that's good captain? one, Virgil. Yeah, good, good one, one, Virgil. So Simon, mm-hmm. yeah. What's the answer then? Virgil Duncan. Okay, Duncan. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you know, listen. I said Bruce Lee's son. That's and promoter, boxing promoter. Don't last name. Uh, <laughs> but, but Vir- Virgil. Brandon. 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 Brandon King. All right. Brandon King. I didn't say that. Good. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Brandon I didn't say Brandon King. Brandon King. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I said final. Thank you. Okay, I'm, Simon. I'm, I'm following Donna. Uh, you're following Donna. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, That's Donna. what I said. That's You set the she stage, spurred, Donna. She spurred me no, on. Dennis. Yes, I see coach. Dennis. I see the coach, coach on the right. Yeah. That's why so, we. That's why we come maybe. on this show every Sunday to learn from each other. All right. We know this game so well. We are now in the Lawrence Yaga Rohauer and coach has finally appeared to us so let us just go with it from this point forward uh, this is the much delayed coaches corner the cricket show usa 
Cricket Hall of Fame USA and the American Cricket Education Council, ACEC, is pleased to welcome the weekly joint collaborative broadcast of the Coach's Corner. The objective of the Coach's Corner is to provide coaching education and expert views, information, oral and practical assistance, while helping to educate those seeking to understand and to become actively involved in the sport of cricket nationally and internationally. The segment of the Coach's Corner normally run from 6 to 7, 6.15 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But today, due to circumstances outside of uh, his control, the coach is somewhat uh, later today. And the former will teacher, Jatin Patel, Cricket Hall of Famer and multi-sport coach administrator and director of the Cricket Hall of Fame. Coach, good evening and welcome again to the Cricket Show. Good evening, all, and uh, first of all, my apologies. Sorry, did not make it, but could I was traveling from Texas to back home, and that was a hour uh, difference in my clock. But unfortunately, my phone did not update the clock. Oh, so by the okay. time seven fifteen Eastern time, my phone says six fifteen. Oh. <laughs> so, okay. but anyway. I did talk and come back. Now I'm enough time to take care of the show. So let's move forward. All right. Thank you for joining us again, Coach. Glad you're here. Mm -hmm. The information is good regardless of whether it's at 6.15 or 8.15. So, Coach, let me start. The topic today is the composed player. Uh, Coach, in sports, including cricket, we often hear the description or the phrase used to highlight a player as being a composed player. What are the key requirements for a player to be considered composed? Well, uh, first of all, we need to understand the definition of composed. Composed is nothing but blend of the combination or mixture of multiple things. There are sort of a lot of definitions. But when it comes to the uh, sports, especially cricket and the soccer kind of world-leading sports, this compost becomes very important factor for the good players. The reason for that, as the normal definition says, compost is nothing but a blend of multiple things or multiple characteristics for the multiple benefits, something mixed into to make a unique formation, we call it. So in the simplest way, as we're moving forward this discussion with so many topics we have covered in the last three months under the mindfulness, mindset, and related topics which can uh, affect the mindset status because many reasons. So the composed player is the one who has the all components combined together, and the player who knows to deal with it under any situation, under any circumstances, under any condition, or at under any location or environment or competition. That includes many things related to become a good player. And when you possess those all ability. And when you execute your decision-making process based on the current situation as well as 
able to change your production or sometimes we say the performance based on the situation or the things you may have under situation and if you are able to switch around then those players consider as a well composed players means they know how to deal with it they know how to utilize their expertise and experience and at the same time they know how critical it is to switch around those situations and that is regards to compose basic understanding and well we make progress depends on the further questions i will give you some examples to understand what mm-hmm. this compose situation means all right thank you coach is a player composure coachable yes this is more of a coming from mentoring i will say rather than just coaching but it's definitely coaches can improve your composed factor we call it in performance for example i will say let's see the player is playing three different format the longer version test has a different requirement different way to start the inning different way and approach to start scoring runs compared to ODI and when you go from ODI to T20 you are going in a high intensity uh mode and that requires completely different things what you have done in different format and as a composed player there are rarely few players who are efficient productive and able to perform in all three uh type of games on a consistent basis and those are known as as a composed players the reason it's all about mentoring for example virat kohli if you play test under different coach if you play under odi under second different coach or if you take him to the t20 as a third different coach because of the format change because of the coach's change because the game requirement change he is well composed player because he knows what his role what the team requires from him or expect to do and he normally follow and because of that he usually succeed in all three formats unfortunately there are lots of players are not able to consider as a well composed player now when we say well composed and composed it's a huge difference the well composed players are the one who can be really efficient and productive whatever they do because they utilize all the factors needed to be composed players where others may try to use and utilize whatever they have possessed or whatever they are able to do and because of this it's easy that different coach different format can be mentored and can be improved for the proper composers thank you coach leon or anyone else question yeah my question 
to. I'll go first if nobody else wants to go. Coach, go what kind of, of a method would you use to get a player who is not composed? And, well, touch that first. Well, the first of all, your exciting question is looks to me in international cricket. If you look at that way, then I will say any player who are at that stage and missing or unable to perform as the fan and other people expect, or you are not up to your ability or capability and you are underperforming, means first thing you have to do, find out what is missing. Turns out when you have lack of performance, failures, unable to perform as expected or anticipated, we call it, you have to find a way what is missing to make it successful. It's a compose, we call it. So many factors, so many things. But then it's directly related to your strength and weakness. There are certain things do. You are too strong. You are comfortable. You are easily able to do it. Or you may have more practice to do it. Where few things are not going well, which are creating a discomfort, you are not comfortable with it. You are not happy with it. So it's like in a simplest term, we call it look for weaknesses and try to fix them or improve them to avoid and prevent failure. If you do, then your composed player equation can be changed and you can become a well-composed player. Thank you. Thank you for that. Okay. Coach, is a composed player considered to be a team player? And how does the player contribute to the team chemistry? That is the top class uh, performers, we call it, who are able to label as a fully composed player are the one, are the team players. Because cricket, soccer, and many other team uh, sports, it requires a lot from each and every individual. But when we expect that each and every individual or player has to perform they are equally not capable to perform same or similar success on any given day or different day. It's always variation is there. And the, because of that, I can give you one example. is like if you have five batsmen, don't expect that each can go out and score century. But at the same time, on any given day, if the composed player is there, and if he has a chance with it, luck with it, we call it. And if he's able to focus more seriously with the good concentration, and if he has a great amount of desire to stay at the pace and hungry for scoring runs, things can change. Not the all five batsmen can do the same thing on any given day, but if you have one or two well-composed players who may turn on that situation, and carry on their own performance as well as team performance with them. And that is the how many games nowadays we see that one batter or one baller change the entire outcome of the game on his own performance, right? That doesn't mean he's uh, consistent 
or sustain that composer forever. But for that particular match, for that particular situation, the composed player is usually steps up and help the team and help their teammates to make sure that they cross the finish line for the team. Thank you. Any questions before I move on? Yes. Dennis, can I ask? Yes, go right ahead. Um, yes. Hi, Sin. Yeah, no. But as it as the question was posed, I, I wrote a f- couple of questions. They might be yes. silly, but I'll just ask them anyway. No, no. I'm go just ahead. saying, it says, does, does composure of a player depends on the performance, physically and technically abilities? Technical abilities? Would that yeah. help mm. with composure of Good how question. a player performs? See, it's a, I like this question, 100%. Mm. The mm-hmm. technical part, technical part, and whatever is happening in a game, we usually call a psychology effect, right? We, mm. In normal terms, they say team under pressure. What that means is the team is under a situation where they are feeling psychological stress. That's a pressure, right? So when it comes to this composer, it's all about related to your control towards the mindset, actually, right? And because of that, it does not matter how good or how strong mindset at particular game time you may have, it doesn't change what you are able to or capable to do. The simplest example is, let's say someone is hitting 10, 620, and you got another player as a tail ender at the 10. Even he's a well-composed player, he will not be able to compete or perform what the other player has done. So in the simplest way, if you compare this situation, why the one player can do something and other player cannot? Why this one batsman score certain way with certain stroke, easy sixes, and other players don't? So those are the technical skill part or technical part cannot change because of the compose, because that is the limitation. Compose is a more of a blending the thought process, which helps the decision-making process. Performance can be improved the one way. Let's say the team is losing few wickets, and if it is a well-composer, batter is there, he will get a little bit serious, don't to lose another wicket quickly. He tried to hold the fort, we call it, or hold the crease at one end, try to stay longer. He may slow down scoring runs, but he's committed to stay there by playing more deliveries. So in that situation, the composed players means he is trying to use whatever the things are affecting to his performance or team performance or the game performance. Mm-hmm. They are trying to improve that status. That doesn't mean that somebody can change the gear and change the number in performance. In other words, as I said, that skill part, technical part are always limited to players' ability and capability. But when we say composed player, it means utilizing all his mindfulness and things he knows to control 
to maintain or improve his own performance as well as team performance. So there's a huge difference. Cannot impact directly as far as the skill part concerned. It's all about decision-making process and how to set that mindset. Okay, mindset. Okay. okay. My okay. other question was... <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Go ahead. Does the of bullying specific composure such as age can be such as age and experience does that help with composure saying bowling 100% 100% because when you have a young player it's a lack of his ability and capability both at mm-hmm. the same time his understanding and maturity is too early or too mm-hmm. uh, inexperienced level and because of that he will definitely not at the fullest potential capability in terms of the composer. Okay. Compared to yeah. someone has played more games, someone has four or five years older than the younger. If you compare like 19-year-old kid who barely have played, let's say, 20 games, and if you're considering someone who has a 25 and has played 150 games. Now, there's a mm-hmm. huge difference age-wise. In terms of the experience, means he has played more seasons, more games, more different uh, venues, all sort of things, right? So based on that, age is definitely a critical. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you see a youngster is doing really much better than the 30-year-old player. But at the same time, if you look at the average overall in a world cricket, the mature players, means the age players who are 23, 25 and above, are better in shape to put together a better composer yeah. because of the simple mm-hmm. thing. Higher age, more experience, and more expertise because they played the more game and they learn more than somebody is trying to get into at young age. Oh, thank so, you. Thank you so much for that thank question. You. Uh, <laughs> Um, well, um, mm-hmm. can I can I just yeah a little go bit ahead here? go ahead. Well, um, to have a player that has a composure is always an advantage um, for your side, for the captain, for the individual, because on the other side, you're gonna have you might be having a, a guy that if proper word be timorous, uh, showing or suffering from nervousness, fear, or lack of confidence, and if uh, if you have someone in, in your side like that, you know, and the, the, the bowler, after bowling the first delivery, can see the person, that, that, that nervousness or, or, or the, the lack of confidence, they'll breathe on that one, the nervousness and stuff like that. So it is mm-hmm. always good to have a, a person, you know, in, in a side that you can depend on. Otherwise, you're going to have a, a, a timorous um, guy that is suffering from nervousness. Thank you, Audley. Thank you. So I can little bit on that. It was a good comment. I hear that, and I can suggest something here. Convert as a mm-hmm. question, let's say. What this composed baller is, normally if you look at most of the fast ballers or the good ballers who are doing well has taken more number of wickets and has played longer career, if you look at their performance, if they are opening a new game, look what they're doing it. The first thing first is they are trying to maintain their line. Second thing, 
lands they want to achieve it right away, but sometimes it may take few delivery to get into the line. So by the time you got land and line both, and then they will go for the variation. That's a normally mm-hmm. do. There are confident ballers who are usually bowling in a second inning, means they have batted first, and now they are in fielding. Now they have the advantage. The reason for that, the smart bowler has looked at it the previous inning, what happened during the previous inning or previous time, right? They usually read the pitch. They will read the condition. They will read the atmosphere. And sometimes, especially I'm talking if somebody is bowling in English weather, in UK, county or something, then you need to know how the pitch is behaving. What are the variations available? What you can expect support from the pitch itself? If you read and judge those things, then you have to compose yourself to think about what are you going to deliver, number one delivery, Right? So if you look at this thing, compose is a huge factor, whether you are batting, bowling, or fielding. All three, the compose player is the one who going to make a difference in the game because what they apply into the game. Thank you so much, Courtney. Uh, any other questions before I move on? No. Okay. Uh, Coach, what question, Leon? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No. Quote, go ahead what is more important to a composed player? The reward related to team success or the personal achievement of a set goal? Well, the first thing first is always when we are looking for a winning situation or positive performance or higher number performance or better number performance, what it all this leaves as expectation from the player is to raise their own performance first. Means they have to do better than others or they have to do better than on their own. Whatever they have done in past, you must go beyond what you normally do. And in order to do that, the composed player is the one who usually stay away from the fear and the failure, right? Fear is the one the huge concern about failure, right? That's the first thing you want to do. Second thing is the worry of outcome. There is nothing going to happen in a short time. It takes some extra time to do it. For example, if somebody wants to score the century, you have to understand it's not going to happen in 30, 40 deliveries or in a matter of half hour. You have to start your inning. You got to start taking singles and scoring runs, maybe singles, doubles, some boundaries, some sixes. Now, in this whole process, the composed player is the one apply this whatever the thing, thought process they have. First, avoid the failure. Second, overcome from the worries. And the third most important thing is improve your decision-making process. Decision-making process is very important part. If you are a batter, we always uh, blame the batsmen when they don't do right. And we usually hear a lot of time commentators say like, Wrong, select, uh, wrong short selection, improper short selection. What are these things? This composed player did not apply 
what they're supposed to. They fail to supply, right? So this composed player is the one who will put all his tools as far as mindset concerned and improve the decision-making process. And when you do that and when you succeed with the higher number or better number performance, then you'll be appreciated automatically. And that can take your team or yourself to the next level in terms of the performance as well as the outcome, winning or losing. Thank you. Any questions from the panel? Okay. Just, Coach. Um, I was... Go ahead. Go ahead, Dennis. Yeah. Coach, Go is, ahead, there Dennis. Cons- is there consistency and longevity in a composed player? There is a always huge risk, and at the same time, it's the toughest challenge to sustain or maintain the status or standard of a composed player. Most likely, the good players usually like to not to sustain, but beyond sustaining, keep improving, improvising new things which can help to increase their composers. Means putting higher numbers, doing better than the past or current performances. And if you rely on that, the composed players are good to get going in the long run. Yes, there is a good example here. When Brian Lara started for West Indies, I don't think anyone in West Indies could have thought about it, that he can break Gary Sauber's 365 run, highest score in test cricket. Number two, I don't think anyone could have judged or thought about it, that Lara can beat that record and score 400 and overpass the Gary Sauber's record for twice in his career. It happened later stage. And even at the later stage, if you look at it, the first inning was just to be a score. When he got the second opportunity, he went on to beat both. The one who beat the record for Gary Sauber, and then he established another record. He overpassed his own record and move on. If you look at the time situation in terms of the calendars, means number of days his age is going up, right? And number of days he has played in international cricket, both were rising, means increasing. And in this situation, it's not about sustaining. Otherwise, he could have put two innings at 366, and both times he has beat the Sobers record. But this is the huge thing. Composed player will never sustain his standard. He always look for the improvement or doing better than the current or past. And that is the beauty of the, I would say, welcome post player. They always go for the next level. Just an update. Can I, can can I just break something one minute? I just wanted to... Oh, the score is gone. Okay. Okay. Virgil, hold on, Virgil. Leon has a point okay. that you can come in. Go okay. On, Virgil. 91, the pitch is no, on 91 without loss. From nine okay. overs. Sounds like a good score. Thank you, Leon. 
Virgil. No, the, the, the same update I was going to give you. That's good. Oh, I, pre- oh, oh, I, I appreciate it. Good, good. I appreciate it. Uh, coach, cognitive flexibility is defined in mm. Michael Chambers' book, Winning Stroke, as the ability to switch gears and adjust to changing demands, priorities, or perspectives. Is there an element of cognitive flexibility present in a composed player? Yes. And that is what the main factor, the flexibility, right? What it means is, as I talked to you in a, like last half hour or so, the player is improving in decision-making process based on the current situation. Either it's a time, location, weather, team situation, condition. And what it does is you are switching the gears, we call it, in terms of the decision-making process. If it is a battle, it's all about you want to go defense, you want to slow down, or you want to go attacking as an aggressive player. Now, these are the all factors. If you look at it, it's part of the mindfulness. If you are able to switch gear at right time, if you are able to control at a certain gear, at certain time, and that is the beauty of the full composed player. So it's, again, when we say composed player, means all those 14, 15 topics related to the mindset it's usually acting up. means they are in action when the composed player is able to perform or display his skills. Thank you, Coach. Any questions again from the panelists? Just, just one, one has been on my mind, Dennis, is that yeah. for a, if, if a player has total respect for a leader and leadership, doesn't that aid in his um, composure? He's expected, expected to do, is, keep up. Yeah, it is, right? It is. As, as a, this is always the factor, the huge factor. Even the composed player is good at it. He has to be work under someone's leadership. Or sometimes mm-hmm. he has to perform while you are leading others. But in either situation... The roles are a little bit different and tricky, but the composed mm-hmm. player is the one always find his comfort. What the comfort means here is, if you are a leader, he wants to take this inning like in control and tell the others that he can take care of all of people, right? Mm-hmm. And if you are mm-hmm. playing under someone, then he give a confidence to the leader. Hey, I'll back you up and I'll make sure mm-hmm. that I cover your back and I'll stand mm-hmm. for the team under the mm-hmm. leadership. So composed player has that quality. We call it the ingredient to be a good player who can contribute his own performance as well as team performance. So whether this uh, uh, well-composed player has a leadership or the followership means working under certain leader in the team, they are able to contribute in both situations under the both roles. Mm-hmm. Thank you, okay. Coach. Uh, Coach, is composure in sport a mental or physical phenomenon? 
Well, it's mostly the mental for sure, but at the same time, this physical aspect of the uh, player is a definitely a secondary concern. I, I will explain to you why. Uh, for example, if you decided to, let's say, you're going to uh, compete for next three hours and wants to score 50 runs, it's easy to set the goal. But what happens if the heat is pumping up, temperature is rising 90 plus, and is getting exhausted, let's say, and then by the time your body gets tired, you maybe start getting cramps, and in that situation, you have ambition, even you have goal, even you are a bit to do something, but your body is physically not there because it may go through pain or put you in a slowdown process. So the mental toughness and the mindset part, even it's at the greatest level, it's definitely relies on the physical outcome or action because mind controls the body. If the body is not with the mind, the certain things will not work. Can it, coach? Yes, go ahead. Can it, a question comes to me, to mind. Um, how do you deal with a player that has lost his composure? Yeah, we just discussed this one, like in third or fourth question. Oh, okay. That yes, the composed means you, you need to find out your weakness first. What is mm-hmm. missing? Whatever is happening is not going well for you. Find that one. And then if you can improve weakness or prevent that weakness from failure, then you are 100% can improve. It's not mm-hmm. a one thing or simple thing to do it. There are so many things, just like, for example, your body. It can happen anything in your body. Then when you go to doctor, you need to know or you need to tell the doctor what exactly happened. Mm-hmm. What of the body is not working? Just like that. So when you say compose, there are many things out there. And you need to know what exactly is happening. Right? If you can mm-hmm. come out with that, and then there is a mentoring process for the improvement, and then you put that one as implementation in a normal practice or something prepared for that situation in the game. When you do that, then you can definitely improve composure. Okay. Coach, how does a composed player react to playing in different conditions? For example, playing in the Caribbean as opposed to South Africa, as opposed to India, to England. How does a composed player uh, you know, um, react to those different conditions? The first, again, it's a decision-making process, we call it, but the first thing is assess the situation, analyze the situation, find out what's happening, why happening, what are the concerns, or what is the risk involved, those sort of things, and then we usually call, accustom with those things, and find a way to compete, right? In an example, I will say, Playing in a Trinidad or Guyana is a completely different than you play in a Durban or Johannesburg in mm-hmm. South Africa. At the same time, if you put the same player in a Christchurch or Auckland in New Zealand, or you put them in a, a North UK side, Birmingham or Edgbaston or something, 
and then you take the same player to the South Asia on turning tracks, especially in Madras or Calcutta. The beauty is these are the different environment, different condition, different outcome from the local pitches. And at the same time, there's a different bounce, different gradation. And all these factors can definitely impact your performance. But the composed player is the one who usually do well by reading all these things and consider what are the things he need to change, what are the things or adjustments he need to make to perform. And that is where the beauty comes, that the well-composed player is definitely do their best in a certain condition, certain situation, certain location. And they always come out good compared to the player who are not composed. Okay. Coach, I think uh, <clears throat> we're rapidly approaching the end of the program. I'll have one final question for you before we uh, say goodbye. Uh, Coach, a composed player would no doubt want to play routinely and to do so in consecutive matches. However, should a team managers consider resting the player due to what they see as overwork or tired, even though the player has not complained about being tired? Now, in this particular situation is... Uh... Uh, you have to look at the circumstances, we call it. If you're playing this one game, and if you are in the game, you are not concerned more than three hours or more than 20 hours per inning. And in that situation, composer player does not need any rest. They are good to go. But when you are looking in a short range or long range, which is, let's say, what happens if you have five games in a 10 days, compared to five days in three months. So now there's a one of the factor comes in place out of that compost where it's also a rest. You have less rest when you're playing five games in 10 days compared to three months with five games. And because of that, the rest can affect your performance. And so does when the rest is needed, the management or the captain or coach has to decide how much workload to be allocated to the certain player. But when you provide the rest, then the same player may be able to perform better than before, or maybe he is able to perform what he does on a consistent basis. So in that sense, I will say, Resting, it depends on the timing. Resting is depends on the duration of the action plan. And during that action plan, depends on how much rest they have. And that is the factor they consider. Resting the player doesn't improve the composer. It's all about gaining the more confidence and coming back to perform at the same composed level. Okay. Thank you so much, Coach. Uh, thank you Update. for your. In- Sorry. Did some- someone have a question? Comment? Just an update. No. An update for the right. Patriots are 114 without loss. 114 okay. without loss. Sneed, Will right. Sneed is 50, and Fletcher also 50. Okay. Well, 
Donna, that certainly make, should make you feel better. Thank you, Coach, <laughs> for, for your insights, your knowledge and experience. We invite you to join us again next week at the same time right here on The Cricket Show. There is no doubt that Coach Patel have answers to the questions you have been asking, the questions that says, how did he do that or why did he do that? Maybe you will say, I am going to do that next time. Once again, thank you so much, Coach, and uh, we appreciate uh, your being able to get to us despite the uh, clocks not updating for you, but better late than never. Thank you so much. We look forward to seeing you and having you with us again next week. Okay. Thank you all. Dennis, Dennis, Dennis. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. We like this. We like this. <laughs> the partnership has been broken. Guess who stopped the wicket? And he's not All Jason right. Holder. <laughs> <laughs> it must, must be Virgil's favorite player. Exactly. All right. Thank you. All right. Coach, thank you, Coach. Thank you, Coach. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank before, you very much, Coach. That was before we close, before we close up, uh, I, I screenshot an item here um, Friday, and it's a match that was played between uh, him in Sport Cricket Academy and Master Blaster Cricket, and it's in India, 43 over match. And one side made 423 for six, with one man, side Arnon, scoring 311, not out, 311 mm-hmm. not out. He's the captain. And he hit no mm-hmm. less than 52 fours and six sixes. 52 fours mm-hmm. and six sixes in 163 balls. 311. That's a massive out of, out of 423 for six. So I think we can watch out for that name, especially in a, maybe in a ODI yeah, side, right. Arnon. Yes, yes indeed. That's his name. Well, Dennis, you know, just okay. one reminder. Dennis, yes. Just one reminder. The preparation for the uh, media accreditation for the MCC. IPL. IPL, yes. The IPL. The, 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 sorry, the I, World the World oh. Cup final. The World Cup final. Sorry. Yes. Yes. ICC and the I yeah, and um. Okay, so perhaps you could. Well, go ahead, Dennis. Yeah, for for I think what Leon is uh, reminding the panelists is that the ICC has put out um, a call for those who wish to be accredited as uh, um, to attend and uh, participate in the uh, World Cup in India, that your application needs to be in post-haste. And that means you need to go to the ICC website and follow Mm. complete the application form, which includes a passport size picture, as well as uh, passport information for identification purposes and answer questions related to um, you know what you hope to achieve and uh, where you go and where you know where you belong in terms of what cricketing fraternity or organization you're a member of so if anyone's interested in uh, you know getting media accreditation uh, you need to go to the ICC website and follow the instructions and directions 
if you need assistance and, or help, then you can always talk to mm. myself or Leon. Uh, and so what, what's, the, what's, the, what's the deadline? Uh, it's very rapid. I don't think I have it mm. immediately in front of me, but yeah. it's likely to be I within... I think 5th of September. Thank you. 5th of September? Hi. 5th oh, of my September. goodness. 5th of September. Okay, well, today, well, yeah, that's it. Unfortunately, if you are interested, that there is a deadline, and you can confirm it mm. by just um, logging on to the ICC website and uh, check for um, for media accreditation. They have submitted uh, mm. sent out uh, requests. So anyone who's interested, of course, remember this is India. You'll be traveling to. Uh, this is. Uh, mm. So, if you have interest and you need help with filling out the forms, then be sure you can contact myself or to assist you with, uh, you know, whatever documentation or completion of the forms that is required. Six mm-hmm. minutes to go, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for being here with us. Let's have our final goodbyes before we uh, uh, time is up. Let's start with Simon at the back end. Simon. Uh, Simon is here listening, and that was a wonderful show. I've learned so much tonight from everyone. Have a wonderful week all, and be safe, and be back here next week Sunday at uh, 6 o'clock for the cricket show. There we can learn much more about this great game. Good night, all. Thank you, Simon. Good night. Hyacinth, your final words. Yes. Okay. I want to say thank you to everyone. And it's been a wonderful show. I I enjoyed it so much. <laughs> Empowered. All right. Thank you. <laughs> so thank you, thank one you. and all. All right. So thank see you, you next week. God willing. Take all care. Right. Have a wonderful week. And we'll be in touch. Donna, yes. your final thoughts? So, a wonderful show as usual. And I am so happy that I will have contributed to this show today. Well, you did. So, and once again, happy anniversary to my brother. I oh, yes, happy anniversary. And condolences again to those who mourn. Have a nice week, yeah. everyone. Yeah, likewise. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. We'll try and uh, be in touch with you during the course of the week. Uh, Merchants, your final thoughts? Okay, Danny. Okay, Mertris, your final thoughts? Is she muted? Let me see. She's is she muted? muted? Yeah. Go on, to, go on, Danny. Right. Yeah. Well, I think we're a merge of your final thoughts, please. I, I, I'm going to say something that Dana not going to like, but I think he's going to make a good score, but tonight I believe... Rakim Carwell got to score anywhere between 68 <laughs> to 100 and bring the Patriots to victory. Anyhow, I hope you guys enjoy the show. Looking forward okay. to another one next and week. And you said bring and the Patriots to victory. That's good. If you can bring the Patriots to victory. <laughs> but you know something? That's your name for him. I think I said it wrong. I just want to make sure you're paying attention. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Audrey, your final thoughts? I don't care yes. when a patient comes to Victoria. 
All right, we have got much time. So hey, um, been good being here, and we have learned, uh, you know, listening to the coach and and others. So certainly learn from each other. Um, just want to remind you that in life you have a lot of experiences. That, you know, a lot of things happen to you. So I just wanted to know that lessons learned. Let it be. Uh, oh my! It just disappeared. Let it be um, something earned. Not forgotten. It's <laughs> <laughs> gone. All right, I'll catch you next time with that one. All right? Lessons learned. It's gone. <laughs> oh, yeah, lessons learned. Let it be experienced. Uh, wisdom learned. Okay. Wisdom learned, right? Wisdom learned. Thank you. So, thank you. Thank, thank you. Okay. As uh, Mertris... Uh, all right, Mertris, Mertris, once, twice, no? Okay, uh, Leon, your final thoughts, please. Yes, wonderful show, Dennis. Really, really interesting. Um, just want to remind the folks that we'll be hearing next week from the ladies. You know, we can be beginning with Hyacinth all the way from Me? London. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the latest go is the Patriots are 133 for one, and after the 13th over. So this is going to be a big one for the Leewards. Thanks again okay. to everyone. No, it's not the Leewards. Bless you. Is it Barbados? Okay. Royal? Yeah. What? Um, Ten seconds. I'm calling also, name, next week will be 9-11. Next week we'll right. be having 9-11. Let's remember something. Ooh. We were the time oh, when yeah. 9-11 comes. Okay. And um, right. there's going to be a special Second wicket. Song. Second wicket. Mm-hmm. And breaking news. Second, second wicket. wicket. All right. Thank you. Okay. All right. 90 seconds to go. Um, please, mm-hmm. you have never been inspired until you hear the inspirational hour like the entertainment hour, entertainment like you have never heard. And that is on the blogtalkradio.com mm-hmm. forward slash the global voices. One five six three nine 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 three six nine three. We invite you on a Saturday morning to be inspired. To be inspired, listen to the Caribbean Global Voices on the Saturday mornings from nine AM until 12 noon. That is it for this week. We invite you to come back, join with us next week for another episode or edition of the Cricket Show. Good night, all. Thank you. Good night. Have a good night. Good night. Thank you.
Good night, Dennis. Wonderful show. Good night, Leon. Good night, all. Good night.